Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking white man. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. <laughs> So I woke up the other morning to thousands of messages from all my various friends and subscribers and they were all talking about my Patreon. So I went to check it and lo and behold, my Patreon wasn't there. Some people are really upset about this. Some people have even accused Patreon of making decisions based on political ideology. So I'd like to clear all that up right now. Patreon's trust and safety team have fully taken over steering the ship because they are now banning anything that seems to be a sin towards progressive ideology. Content policy and the decision to remove a creator page has absolutely nothing to do with politics and ideology and has everything to do with a concept called manifest observable behavior. I think it's obvious that I'm being deplatformed by the political persuasion of the trust and safety team at Patreon. The authority to take away a human being's income is a sobering responsibility. I'm you are fake news. Fuck that game. Infowars back. Very fake this gag free over he is. Get your blood back, get back out of here! Hit the road, Jack. Don't you come back now? Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Great intro. Good job. Well, thanks. Anytime I get to use the Hit the Road Jack remix, that's always fun. It has not been on the show since Alex Jones was deplatformed off every website under the sun back in August so that was fun even though this whole story has me really irritated really stressed today just annoyed so I'm excited to talk about the the great Patreon deplatforming specifically of Sargon but others are included as well that's the number one story tonight but it's a jam-packed show full of tons of stuff we have to talk about so I'll waste no time uh beyond the Sargon and Patreon issue turns out the Proud Boys are not in fact an extremist hate group (laughs) Says Imagine the FBI. That. Whoopsie. <laughs> and uh, this news comes as Gavin is out at CRTV as they merge with the Blaze. Didn't see that coming, but we'll talk about what's going on there. The French protests are full on riots, it, it looks like. You had to see these scenes to believe them. I'm, I haven't had a lot of time to read about this. I know you've read about it more today, but my gosh, what I'm seeing is like the stuff of uprising, man. This is not, uh, this is not your, it's not a polite protest. Let's put it that way. So we'll take a look at some of those scenes. Big story this week, Kevin Hart, comedian Kevin Hart, gets the boot from hosting the Oscars because he tweeted mean words about gay people eight years ago. Uh, I thought he nearly played it perfectly until he committed I know. the dreaded apology. I watched his video and I was like, yes, somebody yes. played it right. And then he just had to puss out at the end. Couldn't yeah. help it. Maybe his agent made him do it. I don't know. Nobody makes you do it. He already said I he guess. wasn't. We'll talk about it. Yeah. And then the new Heisman Trophy winner gets the same treatment. Kid out of uh, University of Oklahoma wins the Heisman yesterday. We got to go back through his Twitter feed, too. Turns out he called his friends queers when he was 15. So he needs to apologize also. Uh, 
The White House has plenty of staff shakeups to close the year. Who's in, who's out, plus the prosecutors in the Mueller investigation are heating up, or the prosecutions, I should say, are heating up, and uh, Papadopoulos is done with his two-week prison sentence. George Papadopoulos, I believe he was the first to go to prison. Is he the only so far in the case? Uh, yeah. With potential for Flynn and uh, almost certainty for, what's his face? Uh, no, Flynn's lawyer. good. Flynn's good. Well, it's the sentencing is upcoming, although Mueller is recommending no, no, no jail no time. Jail time. We'll get to that uh, toward the end of the show. Speaking of jail time, a jury finds James Fields guilty in the Charlottesville death of Heather Heyer. We'll update that story. Nancy Pelosi says border security is fine, but a wall is immoral. The presumptive incoming Speaker of the House with a real mind bender that we'll get to. And to close the show, a portly young lady fatally crushes her diminutive boyfriend. Interesting story out of Erie, Pennsylvania. (laughs) And a transgender contestant is now the odds-on favorite to win the upcoming Miss Universe pageant, which is, I believe is next weekend or sometime in the next week. Full circle. We'll get to all of that. Yes. It's another contest to see if men can be better than women at everything, including being (laughs) women, I guess. You know? Uh, we will, of course, take Super Chats uh, through YouTube or Streamlabs in between topics, 10 bucks and up on the Sunday show, because we are no good low-down money grabbers. It'll be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Thank you for liking us on YouTube. Thank you for reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for supporting us on... Dun-dun-dun. Subscribe, Star. Not Jack Conti's platform, Patreon. More on that in a moment. Although we have not deleted our Patreon yet, so... That would be insane. Uh, that, we can't, that's still we can't up and running. Yeah. Thank you for emailing us. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. If you prefer to take the show on the go, remember it is available in an audio format. You can get that on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and more. They're all linked in the description for you. Wherever you find your podcasts, you can find us. I mentioned Subscribestar. We will get into uh, the broader um, Sargon and Patreon story momentarily here but before i forget at the top of the show here if you're looking for a patreon alternative yes we have set up subscribe stars i set one up for my individual channel as well i don't know if you've taken that action yet no but i i'm going to because if one of us is going to get kicked off of patreon next it's definitely going to be me and then i can by association per jack conti's rules that's true uh, apparently. But uh, if you would like to support the show through like a monthly format like Patreon, but you don't like Jack Conti anymore, uh, totally understandable. The Great Bleed is on. Our, the, the Patreon Bleed, I should say. That's a weird phrase when I think about it. The Great Bleed is on. But uh, Yeah, it sounds like the a pa- year-long period. The Patreon Bleed is on. Uh, yeah, so if people yeah. are looking for an alternative place, head over to uh, Subscribestar. I've linked it in the uh, description. That is Subscribestar dot com slash beauty dash and dash the dash beta. great <laughs> concise link yeah let's hope it fares it better than maker support that never sure. did give me that last payout yeah they just collapsed and took everyone's money was that the deal yeah i mean i think that the kid just got in over his head and then stripe pulled out and then he just stopped communicating with content creators because he felt uh, overwhelmed and then nobody got their last payout and nobody sued or anything like that I mean, it was only at at most a few thousand bucks for people, so it's probably just not worth it. Yeah. Well, we have a little bit of backlog of listener artwork to get through, and there were some good submissions. This We got three from this character, <laughs> Dare. This is you measuring the head shape and specs of Michael Avenatti, who, of course, has a criminal head shape. He does. And uh, I don't know if you saw this week, he's officially out. 
yeah. as far as the presidential run. He's not oh, running for no, president. Geez. Bummer. I would that like is to a bummer. Seen. Oh, I, I know. I am love bummed. to see that. Yeah. Would have been highly entertaining. Uh, this is another one from Dare. You done up uh, in a Cersei kind of look, as I mentioned, the quote <laughs> from Cersei, the more people you love, the weaker you are, really reminded me of you. So that's, thanks for putting true. this in a in yeah. a Thrones depiction. I inadvertently said something remarkably similar to that on the channel. I don't remember yeah, I mean, it strikes me as a very blonde sentiment. Hmm. Uh, and then he did this one of me. Minority, it's me playing Pokemon with my minority viewers. I got to catch them all. Uh, I don't know if making me bright snow white and giving me crimson red <laughs> lips is a, is a reference to Pokemon or just an accurate depiction of me, but uh, I did notice that detail. Thank you, Dare. Uh, socially accepted contributed this one. I actually don't even know what's going on in this depiction. It's like, so have you seen Nancy Pelosi with that flag where it looks like she's a vampire? She's like, she doesn't know what to do with the flag. No, I've not seen it. Is it a UN? Isn't that a UN flag? Oh, I guess so. But, but you're holding a flag, but there is this, um, Oh, it's the picture of her where she's like, I don't know what to do with Oh, at the American flag, the American flag. Yeah. Gotcha. So Uh, the, the assumption here is that she's cringing because she is part of the globalist vampire Nancy Pelosi. Right. So she's shrieking at the American flag. And I think she's smacking the flag out of your hand. Allegiance lies. Gotcha. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Socially accepted. Uh, we got this from Mel. This is proof of Russian collusion. If Robert Mueller wants to (laughs) indict us. Proof of Russian collusion, our Russian show. That's that's a good one. And then I got this from Travis that's just so before cute. we went live. Uh, I don't. This is a movie reference. I don't know, but I gather that we. It's uh, it's one of the X Men guys, right? People are going to kill me for not knowing. Uh, it's you've got to be Wolverine. I don't know who and I I'm, am. And it's some sort of effort against the people with a hit list of YouTube or you know IDW type content creators who have been slain. <laughs> Alex Jones has been slain. Sargon has been slain. But I'm still alive on the list. You guys are so creative. Yeah. The uh, the other piece of kind of artwork that I got in the mail a couple of weeks back, there's a, a listener named Richard at Sonoran Defense. Uh, he's got a website, sonorandefense.com, but it looks like he's doing basically custom engravings on everything from AR mags to knives and all that stuff. So and he they sent are me, so funny. <laughs> he sent me this AR mag with my YouTube logo, uh, engraved on it which was very cool and I, I thanked him for that and i thank richard again for doing that that's very awesome it's very clean it looks great and he just finished setting up his website so before we went live i was um i was looking around on his website and i was looking at the other products he offers and what other p mags he has engraved what are the graphics he has and he's got the i doubt it dumpster defender guy right there <laughs> get your get your p mag engraved with great graphics including dumpster defender guy and that's not the only one which by the way you can get either dumpster defender guy you can also get get the fuck you cocksucker version if you prefer that uh and then there's also um oh where is it there's the there's one that just says nuke me bitch and it's got a mushroom cloud can i not see it where is it it's somewhere in here where is it gone though oh no here it is i just don't have eyes yeah i liked this one the reference to uh Eric Swalwell, and it just says, nuke me, bitch. So this is, uh, this is listener Richard over at Sonoran Defense. I've linked Sonoran Defense in the description of sonorandefense.com for all your hilarious weaponry engraving needs. Awesome work, and thanks for, uh, for listening to the show. Last piece I want to mention before... Well, actually, I have two more pieces before we get into Sargon. Real quick, uh, a GoFundMe is set up for 
listener, uh, on behalf of listener Mr. Wells, who is a high school teacher, I believe, in the Kansas City area. And this was sent to us from listener Jandro or Hondro? Jandro? Hondro? I'm not sure how to say your name, man, so I apologize for botching it. But uh, apparently this high school teacher turned, I'm going to go with Hondro, Hondro on uh, to the podcast and onto our individual channels. And Mr. Wells has uh, encountered some health struggles. His medical bills are piling up. Uh, If you would like to read about what's going on with Mr. Wells in Kansas City and consider a contribution to help him out with medical bills and maybe some Christmas presents for his family. Uh, He does have uh, children at home, so I know that'd be helpful for him. Uh, Consider contributing. I made a donation earlier today, and I appreciate Mr. Wells tuning into our show. And I don't know that I endorse him referring us to high school kids. What? I definitely do. Well, I... um, I, I defer to his judgment. He's the educator. <laughs> anyway, appreciate it from, uh, appreciate what Mr. Wells has done for our show and what Hondro is doing for Mr. Wells and supporting our show. So if you're inclined to support them, please head over there. That's linked in the description too. The last thing I have, I mentioned this on the Wednesday stream. This is, this petition has been cir- circulating since uh, Jim Acosta's whole ordeal with getting his press credentials revoked and then reinstated. You, of course, you can create a White House petition on their website, and if you get 100,000 signatures, you get at least get an official White House response. Well, there's one that's been circulating to give Alex Jones press credentials and sit him next to Jim Acosta and just enjoy the show. So as of now, it's about 40,000-plus uh, signatures shy of that 100,000 mark. It needs to get to 100,000 by December 17th, so we've got a week to go. You know, if, if, if everybody who listens to this signs the petition linked in the description, that's a solid dent. And are the, is it likely that this is going to happen? No, probably not. But even if we get a White House response, there's still comedy potential. And it's the comedy potential that we're aiming for. That's all I got before we get into Sargon, if you're ready. Yeah, we got a, we got a full show. So we're going to try to cruise through some of these things. We got to um, keep it moving. So uh, the the great week of Patreon bannings, I believe Milo was the first in terms of how this went down this week. Um, In the off chance, people aren't familiar with Patreon. Presumably you are if you listen to this show. But Patreon is just a crowdfunding website that we use and a lot of people use. It enables people who consume a creation like YouTube videos to support it directly. You like this thing that's on the internet? Support the creator. Help them make it. That's Patreon, okay? Patreon got in trouble, not in trouble, but under, um, faced controversy last summer for banning Lauren Southern because she had some type of interaction with migrants in the Mediterranean or wherever it was in which she, I guess, blocked ships that were transporting migrants to Europe. And it's debatable. I, I, my understanding is those that migrant transport was in fact illegal. Whatever. I don't think it matters, but he yeah. instituted literal mob rule. <laughs> yeah. Patreon. At the time, Jack Conti, which we'll listen to in a moment, instituted this policy of Patreon doesn't have ideological rules. It just has this standard called manifest observable behavior. And that if you have committed unjust acts or behavior, you are su- subject to banning on Patreon, but they don't ban you based on your worldview is what Jack Conti was saying uh-huh. at the time. Well, it's difficult more difficult to say that's the case this week with how things develop this week. So uh, Milo sets up a Patreon account to fund his so-called magnificent 2019 comeback tour. Uh, 
Oh, and he just set up this Patreon. He account. just set it up. Oh, okay. I did not know that. And basically immediately it was removed. And in an email to Milo um, that is on his Instagram account, Patreon's trust and safety team said this was because of past association with the Proud Boys. Uh, and the email even acknowledges that Milo disavowed the Proud Boys and says, well, we know you associated with them despite your disavowal. You're still not welcome on Patreon. Okay. When did he even associate with them? I don't know. I, I, I have no idea. Have you ever even heard of this before? I read that and I was like, is that even true? I presume they've attended the same events or something to that effect. But I... Whoever know, who knows how, however long ago it was. I mean, we might get the boot and they'll be like, oh, well, we saw you talking to somebody at the RNC. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, that's the trouble. Uh, yeah, here's the actual email. Here's what it says. Uh, hi, hi, Milo. My name is Maria. I'm on Patreon's trusted safety team. Your past association with the Proud Boys, though recently disavowed, is a breach of our guidelines. So explicitly, this is just about association. What's going on with Milo? Just your association with the Proud Boys. Okay. Milo's not the only one. This week, James Alsup was also banned. I tried to find the reason if he got an email from Patreon. I checked his Gab account. I didn't see anything there. Ah. Uh. The live chat is saying that it's because Milo is friends with Gavin. That's what it is. It's just because they're some friends together. Yeah, they made out that one time. Oh, for, did they? I missed some that public one. appearance. Um, just sure. a few years ago. Wow, that's insane. That hadn't even occurred to me. So association. If you ever kissed Gavin, <laughs> you can't be on Patreon well, because of the manifest sure, observable behavior. Yeah. Because Jack Conti is assuredly not gay and does not support any not type gay. of man on man kissing. Definitely not gay. Uh, so I've not seen official word as to why Alsup was banned, but he too is banned this week. And then he's too the, effective. His channel is too big. He's reaching too many people. I guess he, he, he I didn't actually realize he has the reach that he does. His channel's at like over 300,000 subscriptions. Oh, yeah. He, th yeah. this guy's much bigger than I realized. Uh, so good for him for building a gigantic presence. Unfortunately, I guess he can't do that on Patreon, but I, I'm sure he's probably going to be all right in the long run. Uh, and then this brings us to the most high profile banning associated with this string of bannings, which is Sargon of Akkad. And this happened sometime. My time around Thursday evening is when I first heard word of this, uh, in an email, the Patreon trust and safety team says Sargon's account was removed for using racial and homophobic slurs as insults in a converse conversation shared online. A subsequent email Sar uh, said Sargon violated Patreon's terms against hate speech. The email uh, continues or reads, Patreon doesn't allow creators to use racial slurs as insults. In a conversation posted on Michelle Catlin's YouTube channel, you used language that we consider harmful and degrading. The conversation in question after several emails that, uh, that Sargon sent to Patreon is 10 months old. It was a stream not on Sargon's channel, on another channel. The context is Sargon responding to what he calls a harassment campaign from alt-right trolls. And the, what he's basically saying is, you guys, you, you alt-right people who hate black people or whatever. I'm, I'm not aware of the full context, but the idea is, you guys hate black people or N-words. Don't you recognize that you're being white N-words? That is to say, your behavior is exactly like the thing you claim to hate. That's I don't even care about the context. I mean, th this applies to all of us. I got banned from Twitter for saying fag. My, yeah. my days are numbered on yeah. Patreon. Now, to be clear, like if, yeah, if, if Sargon was just saying, you guys are N-words. Don't care. I mean, even 
I don't think that's cool necessarily, but I don't think you should be banned for words off of a, a, a platform like Patreon. I'm not comfortable with that standard. No, this is Here, insane. And everybody's like, oh, Sargon had it coming. Sargon sucks, yeah, blah, blah. Irrelevant. Yeah. Anybody that thinks that they're not coming for you next is stupid yeah. and short-sighted. Remember when the Alex Jones talk was, well, you don't have to worry. You're not a crazy conspiracy theorist. Well, now the standard is 10-month-old conversation where you said a no-no word. Uh, that might implicate me. I, I'm guessing it probably would if the same standard were applied. For sure, yeah. Here's, uh, here's the clip in question as to why Sargon was banned. That's what it sounds like. Here's the clip in question they're referring to from the live stream. And I think that the context in which I use it is self-explanatory enough. This is what I mean about the chat. I just can't be bothered to deal with people who treat me like this. It's, it's really annoying. Like, I, you are acting like a bunch of niggas, just so you know. You, you act like white people. Exactly how you describe black people acting is the impression I get dealing with the alt-right. Now you might say, well, that's very rude, and of course you'd be right, because that was precisely the point. I was trying to use their own language against them, and do what I can to hurt them, because they were doing what they could to make my life an absolute misery. Okay. I don't care. I don't care what the context surrounding this is. We, nobody should be getting banned from Patreon for saying stuff that isn't a call to violence. Yeah. And he's, I, I he agree. explicitly said that people are not going to get kicked off for stuff like this. Yeah, he said that in the past. I'll get to that in a, in a moment. The additional piece of context that, uh, that Sargon adds to this is he says this same group who he was addressing as quote-unquote white N-words has a paste bin list of offensive things Sargon has said that they send to all sorts of platforms like Patreon in an effort to get him banned. Uh, Patreon has yet to comment on this banning publicly that I can see. Mm. There's nothing on their Twitter page as of this, this stream or their support page. Sounds like the work page. of Spinosaurus, Ken. No matter what, we know that it wasn't like Patreon magically found this on their own accord and decided Sargon had to go. It's clearly, you know, whether it's this so-called alt-right mob that's after him or whether it's social justice warriors after him, someone's tipping off Patreon to be like, look at the no-no word he said 10 months ago. It's so crazy Shouldn't because Sargon's something of a normie. Like, why are they going? Why is well, why do people care? Why do you think people think he's alt-right? Why? That's what he's I loved about this. constantly feuding uh, with the alt-right. I loved about this. Um, oh, let me see if I can find the uh, the article here. This uh, the the coverage that was in uh, Vice here. They describe uh, what did they say about him? The account of British conspiracy theorist YouTuber Carl Benjamin, British conspiracy theorist. That's what he that's is, insane. and other far right political commentators and stuff. But that's the point. Is like I mean, maybe you're a fan of Sargon, maybe you're not. Kind of irrelevant. The point is he's far from the most controversial provocateurs right. that are out was that there. that Vice, you say? Yeah, this was in the Vice coverage. I got a, a request two days ago in, in my email account from a Vice journalist saying she wants to do feature me prominently in a oh, documentary, sure. yeah. but she will give a fair and honest assessment mm -hmm. of what my life is. Absolutely, just like they did to Jordan Peterson and everyone yeah. else. I just yeah. responded, get bent. And that's all I said. <laughs> yeah. what, did, uh, what was the classic... Martin Shkreli response to the Huffington Post. Lol, LOL, suck a dick. Suck a dick. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that if they ever reach out to me. Okay. Uh, consider this banning in the context of CEO Jack Conti's previous commentary on Lauren Southern, as I mentioned. This from last summer. This is where Jack Conti established the manifest observable standard. And uh, he pledges various things, uh, or he did pledge various things last summer. He, he said that 
Action and behavior would be considered for banning, not ideology or words. And he also appeared on the Rubin Report at the time, and he assured Dave Rubin, remember, Dave basically built his independent platform through Patreon. He assured Dave that mob rule would not win on Patreon. Uh, at the end of the video, too, he also committed to safeguards for appeal, uh, warning content creators when they've broken rules. And he pledged to create a creator council with free speech advocates to craft and implement their policies. Did he, did he do that? That's what he said he was going to do. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, this is the, you know, what Jack Conti said were the rules last summer. Some people have even accused Patreon of making decisions based on political ideology. So I'd like to clear all that up right now. Content policy and the decision to remove a creator page has absolutely nothing to do with politics and ideology and has everything to do with a concept called manifest observable behavior. The purpose of using manifest observable behavior is to remove personal values and beliefs when the team is reviewing content. It doesn't matter what your intentions are, your motivations, who you are, your identity, your ideology. The trust and safety team only looks at manifest observable behavior. We get rigorous specific because we're talking about removing a person's income. The authority to take away a human being's income is a sobering responsibility. It is Gives not you something a tiny erection. And as a yeah. creator myself, I've had videos taken down. I always want Patreon to put creators first. The reason Patreon exists is to give creators power and income, to give creators a voice, a seat at the table. And that's why you... Okay, and then here he is appearing on the Rubin Report, and Dave specifically asks him about this mob rule. To your point, isn't it ironic that manifest observable behavior is MOB, the acronym MOB, because MOB oh, does rule on Patreon, apparently. They it does it seem funny. weird and coincidental because it's such an odd phrase. I remember at the time when we went over this last summer, I was like, what in the hell is manifest observable behavior? They're mocking us. That's what it is. Maybe. Is tech elites mocking us because they can take away our income as they see fit and they think it's funny this undescended testicle freakazoid has <laughs> the power to take away our income that's I where think, we are right now i think you could be banned on patreon for saying that yeah suck my balls jack conti fruit <laughs> here's here he is on the ruin report you have really clear spelled out content policy that's based on behavior um not on like ideology or, or other things like that what a lot of your creators are fearing now is that mob rule Mob, <laughs> meaning a big group of people, but also this acronym here, will just sort of yeah. kick in. It will just eventually get to a place where anyone who's doing anything, it'll just get kicked up enough and that you'll just be under pressure, sort of that the, the dam has broke already. I think that's a, a big fear here. No, I, I just completely disagree with that. And I, I, anybody who's watching who's worried about that, um, yeah, we're just, it's a different system. We commit to... And then he, here's where he pledges these commitments. Pay attention to these commitments. I want to talk about them in a moment. But the, as far as I can tell, these, th- these are things that never happened and certainly were not applied in Sargon's case and others. Implementing an appeals process because every creator deserves fair treatment and a second chance. We commit to building a more fleshed out warning system. We commit to forming a creator council with respected free speech advocates to make sure that our policies are as fair and as unbiased as possible. We commit to better process for notifying creators of policy warnings and violations. And we commit to better communication with creators in question. They didn't do any of that. Yeah, as far as I can tell, none of these things. If you, according to Sargon's account, which again, maybe the company has another account, but they haven't said anything. There was no warning. He emailed them asking them for some type of appeal process. As far as I understand, they denied. There is not going to be an appeal process, unless I'm mistaken on that. Uh, this mythical free speech council, I don't serve on it, and I don't know anyone who does. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think that's a thing. 
And again, the idea that manifest observable behavior is the standard. Well, this was manifest observable bad words. That's it. That, that was the standard. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. whether you want to say he was punished for ideology or words or whatever, I, I, explain to me how this counts as behavior. Just saying yeah. the rad, bad word on a stream. And they've managed to align themselves with the alt-right in this specific instance, haven't they? Yeah, they've helped out. I mean, if Sargon's account is to be believed, they're helping out like actual ethno-nationalists who find Sargon to be a cuck and they want to punish him because whatever, you know. They're like they're like actual ethno-nationalist trolls if Sargon's account is to be believed. We all knew this was going to happen. That was only a matter of time. Jack Conti, of course, says that um, that politics do not play into a decision on Patreon. We know that's true regardless but uh this was circulating from uh, far left watch just in case you need a concrete example of something on the left that's far more egregious that is just fine this is uh documentation of the guillotine podcast and antifa podcast that has something like 345 patrons they had more patrons than we did this guillotine podcast we got to email them and ask for tips uh because they were doing quite well or still are doing quite well and it's not just that they're antifa and they, you know that they have they align themselves with a, a quasi-terrorist group. It's specifically what this podcast and its authors are advocating. They praise criminal behavior. On several occasions, they're asking for money to buy ammunition specifically to <laughs> rob a fascist. Um, uh. Yeah. How do, I want to be the radical that shows you how to shoot a gun, how to cast a spell, and how to rob a fascist. Okay. I mean, they're, they're, I'm not prepared to say that simply raising money for weaponry should be off the table because I, I'm of course a gun rights person, but I'm raising money for weaponry to commit criminal acts. Maybe that's a standard that is a little too far. Yeah. But you can't say fag. Yeah. yeah you can raise money to rob people. Just don't say faggot. What about in your private conversations? I bet they would extend this shit. If somebody like leaked a DM. Well, that's uh, that's what's interesting because I wanted to talk about the the standards that Jack Conti has established, and that's one of them. Um, remember, this is for behavior not not only not on Sargon's channel, but not on Patreon. This is for words that he said somewhere out there. So Patreon can monitor you at any place at any time, and if any of your behavior or words in any aspect of your life are against the Patreon trust and safety team's judgment then you are bannable. Your, your income can disappear on a moment's notice for the, saying the wrong word to even your friend, presumably. Like you said, if a DM or a text message leaked where you called someone a faggot or an N-word, whatever, then I guess you're bannable. Uh, I, did, I, I, I was asking on Twitter. I did not get a list. I was hoping that Patreon would release a specific list of words I'm not allowed to use in my everyday life and if I want to maintain my livelihood, that of course has not come out yet. Um, this is so Orwellian and it's going to come back and bite the left in the ass as we'll talk about with this Kevin Hart thing. If you yeah. guys want to play this game, like let's comb through everybody's personal history and see who used to be an asshole. Yeah. Let's do it then. Everybody has and that's, something. And that's the said. problem is the natural consequence for Jack Conti's standard here is mob rule. Not only will win, but must win. All you got to do is identify the target and you will find the crime especially if the crime is wrong words, yeah. wrong, wrong thing. Uh, so this makes anyone and everyone vulnerable. It's hard to, uh, I, of course, as I mentioned, our Patreon accounts are bleeding. I'm not mad at anybody for that. I don't want to support people through Patreon anymore either. And I'll be seeking alternatives. 
Um, but even if Patreon did a 180 tomorrow and Jack Conti came out and said, whoa, 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 this is a big mistake. Sargon's back. Sorry about that. Well, the other takeaway here is I can't trust a damn thing you say, Jack Conti, because yeah. what you said last summer apparently means nothing. The yeah. things you said last summer did not come to fruition at all. And, no, if this, no. and if this is such a big mistake, I have a hard time believing it's taken you several days to realize how big of a mistake it is. Oh, no, he can't rectify this. Um, yeah. We all knew last summer this was going to happen. I'm surprised it took so long. Here's a question I would have for Jack Conti, too, if I were able to talk to him. Uh, and now we have this association standard, too, of course, as, as is the case with Milo. They specifically. Sorry. Yeah. So my association with Blonde, naturally. But I guess my question for him would be, if association with someone who's bannable from Patreon is a bannable offense itself, why wouldn't you ban every account that supported Milo? Or why wouldn't you ban every account that supported Sargon? If those people are bannable because of their manifest observable behavior and association is explicitly a bannable offense, as you said to Milo, why isn't every account, these hundreds or thousands of accounts who associated with these people bannable? Why are you allowing them to exchange money with other people on the website? Where does, what's the limit here? What, what does this and association this standard six mean? Degrees of separation shit. Can you imagine who these tech elites are connected to? Hmm. What kind of terrible, horny politicians they're connected to? <laughs> weird pedos. I'm sure there's all sorts of stuff out there. Yeah, but you know, th this isn't going to go the other way. They're not going to. They're not going to self-reflect at all. Nobody's going to apply the standard to the left, are they? The only other question I have too is. Um, and this would be for Sargon or anyone else to answer. And this is speculation on my part, not made with any legal expertise. But I don't see the part of the terms of service or the community guidelines that he actually violated. The terms of service speak to, like, don't do illegal stuff, don't abuse people, don't dox people. Fair enough. And then they actually have hate speech in their community guidelines. But that speaks specifically to on Patreon. Don't engage in hate speech on Patreon. And I wonder... You know, if you get down into the nitty gritty of the legalese, does he actually have a legal case? Because I don't think the case that he violated the terms he agreed to is very strong. And he's out some $12,000 a month because of it. So I, I don't know. I, I probably a long shot that that type of legal wow, action would be taken. Oh, yeah. He was making Holy a lot. Holy smokes. Oof. Um, so I don't know, maybe there's a legal case there or not. Some people who are more legally inclined in the audience, if you want to email me about that with your thoughts, I always like to read that sort of thing. There's a little bit of a silver lining because the big players on Patreon that we mentioned, like Dave Rubin, who of course, as I mentioned, built his independent platform on Patreon, has expressed some concerns about this. He says he's coming back with more thoughts on it tomorrow on Monday. But he's been on Twitter saying, you know, I'm trying to get a hold of Jack Conti. This doesn't look good. I understand people are searching for alternative uh, methods to support my show and things like that. Seems like Dave Rubin is poised to maybe try to salvage things with Jack Conti or at least, I mean, maybe even ditch Patreon or stop promoting yeah. it. That would be helpful. It and is Jordan going. It's not going to be a seamless transition, though, because payment processes are going to continue to drop um, competitors. Yeah. It's going to be like a gab situation where there are lots of hiccups and it's going to take a while for things to smooth out. Um, yeah. So I hope this new one works. I had never even heard about it until today. What is it called? Again? It's called Subscribestar. And the reason I've signed up there is because that's where Sargon went as an alternative. That's where Tim Pool is going. Uh, that's where people that I trust go. And I, I want to speak to it a little bit more in a moment because... It's not like I can guarantee Subscribestar is awesome, but the point is we have to try alternatives until they prove themselves to be unworthy. 
you know? And Patreon has proven itself to be unworthy. I'm going to sign up for that right now. Go for it. Uh, a lot of people have been asking for Jordan Peterson to chime in as well, since that guy is also making a lot of money on Patreon. And uh, he was on Twitter last night or yesterday afternoon wanted, uh, looking to make a list of uh, a complete list or as close to a complete list of deplatformings as he possibly can. Presumably, he wants to do something with this information. I don't know what his plans are, but I would hope that Mr. Peterson chimes in to uh, talk some sense into the platform that has made him, uh, well, given him a lot of resources to spread the message that has been so successful for him. So uh, I'm encouraged by at least implied interest in supporting this cause from big players. Uh, and then the last thing I wanted to talk about is is just if if our numbers are any indicator, people are definitely bailing on Patreon. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I've lost know. 10 subscribers or on, on Patreon today. Yeah, it's uh, mine's down. I'm not going to get into specific numbers, but it's a lot. And uh, people are heading over to Subscribestar. And I'm not, again, this is not me complaining. I'm not mad at anybody who's doing this. No, I this. totally understand. And, it's an unreliable platform. Yeah. And I'm going to, uh, people I support on Patreon, to the extent they transition over to other places, I'm going to be um, supporting them in those other places as well. But if, if, our, if our Patreon accounts are any indicator, uh, this is a major exodus from, from Patreon. Now, we're probably a little bit slanted because we're in that same realm. There's a lot of overlap between us and people like Sargon. Yeah. So uh, the, co- the cost to us is probably a little bit heavier than somebody who's making, I don't know, cartoons or anime videos or something like that. Uh, but I have, you know, I have received dozens of messages, emails and Patreon messages from people saying Patreon crossed a red line. Um, so it looks like people are, are looking for those alternatives. Subscribe star is linked in the description. Uh, it's set and up I for just our... started one at subscribe star.com slash blonde dash in dash the belly, <laughs> the whole thing, all dashes yeah, yeah. between all the words. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the same reward tiers apply over on Patreon. So, you know, if you want to support the show, you get access to the or priority access on the call-in show and show merchandise and hangouts and things like that. It's all there. Um, and, the other question too is like, are we going to delete Patreon outright? I would love to on principle. The the catch 22 here is that kneecapping my own income also negatively impacts my ability to talk about the principle, like taking a stance on principle drastically makes my ability to talk about the principle drastically more difficult. I know. I know. So we really should try to transition to a Bitcoin. Yeah, well, that's the ideal because you don't yeah. want these purse string holders to have control. That's Which a real problem. we do problem. take Bitcoin donations. Yeah, we both have Bitcoin wallets. Although the problem um, with Bitcoin is that I don't know who's donated to me, so I can't issue them a thank you. Which That is a bummer. Which bums yeah. me out, yeah. Oh, this you want some tinfoil. I, I was discussing some tinfoil about this this week. Isn't it odd that Bitcoin kind of tanks at the same time all this stuff starts to go down too? Isn't that weird? Yeah. I don't know. Just just something to think about. Uh, but the lesson, I think, for us and for creators generally is to keep all avenues of crowdfunding open because any of them can pull this crap at any one particular time. As I said, I'm going to Subscribestar because people I enjoy and trust are going over there. That doesn't mean that Subscribestar is perfect. I learned about it this weekend. They might pull the same bullshit. Or just we also disappear, know like maker support. Yeah. PayPal's pulling bullshit. Stream, uh, Streamlabs works through PayPal. Uh, Super Chat has pulled all kinds of bullshit. Right, and based on the treatment of other people, I can tell that some of these um, companies are communicating with one another. Yeah, and so when one pulls the rug out, is oftentimes within this within twenty four hours, all the other ones will. Yeah, 
maybe we should just try to focus on Bitcoin. I don't know. <sighs> well, bit me. We could talk about it privately, I guess. <laughs> I guess this is what bums me out, though, is like uh, people care about this. Everybody does. And, and, you know, but I guess I'm I'm bummed that I have to spend 40 minutes now on a stream yeah. where we could be talking about news. We're talking about whatever else, talking about important things in the world. Instead, we're talking about how people who make things like this show can preserve their livelihood and their ability to keep doing it because everybody who's supposedly, oh, I'm Jack County, I'm behind the creators. Well, you're throwing a wrench into the whole system. And introducing a whole bunch of uh, things that are counter to productivity, yeah. things that that um, that make it more difficult for operations like this, not not less yeah. difficult. And let this be a lesson to us about using platforms provided by leftists. Yeah. They're just waiting to destroy all of us at all times. So in closing, so the the compromise from my perspective is I'm not going to delete Patreon outright. If people want to stay over there and continue using it, great, go for it. But you should understand what's going on at Patreon. Um, I will still be active there in terms of responding to messages and all that. I'm not going to just abandon people who are still supporting my work. The trade-off is I will start promoting places like Subscribestar and referencing those instead of directing people to Patreon. I'm not going to direct them to this place that has proven itself untrustworthy. Yeah. So hopefully we can kind of wean off, transition off, and we can do that without breaking our own legs <laughs> in the process because I really don't want to do that. That's true. Poor Sargon. Jeez. I think he'll be all right. I think he'll, yeah. I think he'll be good, but yeah, it's a, that's, that's, that's a lot other, of income to lose though. That's the irony is like Jack, do, Jack Conti. Do you think that Sargon is going to be destroyed by this? You're going to be destroyed by this Jack Conti. Don't you remember Sar Becca Lewis? D platforming works. Oh yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, they I don't think, think that Sarg this is going to work. Yeah. I don't yeah. think Sargon is permanently damaged. I do think Patreon is probably permanently damaged. Yeah, but I'm they, not they, saying they're, they're gonna slowly die unpersoning but... people from the internet. Like, look at what's happened to Gavin. Yeah, is that our next topic? Because that would have been a really good transition. Uh, it it can be. Yes, let's <laughs> let's talk about that before we take a break. Uh, and appreciate everybody's patience with that long topic. And of course, thanks to everybody who's been supporting this show and our work individually through Patreon, and everybody who has made this show possible. And it sucks that Jack Conti has been a part of that. Jack, I wish you could. I, I wish I could thank you. Um, without qualification for helping us to do that. But now it's, it's clear that you're not on our side, man. Yeah. It's, it's clear that you actually don't want to help us despite your promises. It's a major bummer. So anyway, the relationship between us and our audience is going to be fine. Relationship with Jack Conti is another thing. Uh, sorry, I ruined your Gavin transition. That was an accidental transition. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, as I mentioned at the top of the show, the FBI, recall, what was it, last week or two weeks ago, the, recall that pursuant to the litigation that caused Gavin to quit the Proud Boys, the FBI labeled the Proud Boys as, as an extremist group with white nationalist ties. Well, this week, the FBI, uh, through a special agent, came out and said uh, to Portland Media, whoopsie, just kidding, guys, the FBI had not intended to designate the group as extremist during a slideshow they gave to local authorities. The FBI says it assesses threats and investigates individuals with the potential to cause violence, but does not go after people for being members of particular groups or exercising their pro-free speech rights, which sort of sucks because that designation was basically the entire foundational purpose for Gavin's video. Right. Denouncing. Disassociating and quitting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Even know how they could have classified the them in the first place. It's a nebulous group that's clearly multicultural. Every single picture I've seen of the Proud Boys, it's like 
five Mexicans and an Asian guy. I don't, I don't yeah. know what the hell they were thinking. And also there's no leader and there's no real organization. So how can they even say that? I don't know, but, uh, Sorry. But they're not a they're not a hate group as far as the FBI is concerned. We'll have to see what happens with the litigation that Gavin is concerned about and the prosecution of his friends. Uh, meanwhile, this was sort of a surprise. At least I was surprised to see it show up in my Twitter feed. Glenn Beck's The Blaze and CRTV merged to create conservative media company. Gavin, of course, one of the primary shows over at CRTV. And I guess what surprises me about this is that the new company is called blaze tv it's basically adopting the blaze branding the glenn beck branding this is so Uh, suspicious some weird financial thing is happening here i just know it yeah and the reason i find that odd is because glenn beck's the blaze has been struggling there were talks or rumors for a while that ben shapiro and the daily wire were going to buy it out yeah this thing has been struggling for a long time glenn anecdotally glenn beck was taken off the radio here on the local radio market and they put mark levin in his place oh really glenn beck's not very popular people don't necessarily like him he was famously never trump he's Um, emotional he's a strange guy everything he touches turns to shit he fires people emotionally do you remember what happened with tommy laren I didn't even. Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember he that. He kicked now. her off after she I forgot said she was on that the she's pro-choice. Let me yes, know if that's correct I believe in the that live was chat. It. Yeah, you're right. Um, I mean, that's an absurd thing to do. If you have a relationship with somebody, a business relationship, especially a long-standing one like they had, and they say something that you disagree with, you yeah. know, you can be like, I just don't agree with this person, but you know, we value free speech here over at the Blaze, and she can say whatever she wants. That's the obvious reaction to something like that, instead of so, giving her the boot. The reason I thought this was odd is because Glenn Beck's Blaze brand is a failing brand. Why would CRTV rebrand under that name? And this is speculation on my part. Um, I don't I don't have any inside knowledge. And this is not commentary. That's I'm not. I have a lot of there's a lot of people over at CRTV I admire and like. So I'm not trying to be unfairly critical of them. I'm just asking questions about this seemingly Mm -hmm. nonsensical merger. The only way this makes sense to me is if both these companies were in fact struggling, because if you're CRTV and you're doing great and maybe Mark Levin and the the big people over at CRTV are friends with Glenn Beck and they want to throw him a bone. All right, dude, bring your assets over here. You can have a show on CRTV, but it's still CRTV. Yeah. Instead, they've rebranded and, you know, they're prominently featuring Glenn Beck, which to me implies that both of these companies are in poor shape and looking to do looking to combine She's as an to effort combine, to salvage rebrand. themselves. Sometimes companies that are in bad shape will merge into one smaller combined company. Yeah. And I think that that may be the situation they're in. Because CRTV didn't retain the branding, I have to think, even though it's purely speculation, I don't know anything about this, that CRTV was doing worse. Um, and I think that this is probably a manifestation of the idiotic paywall structure, uh, which I've never understood yeah, uh, not a fan of could, paywalls. Yeah, I'm not a fan of. I, I love Crowder. I love Roaming Millennial. I sure. love Michelle Malkin. Um, but when I saw that all these people were going behind a paywall, I'm like, this is not going to lead to long term profitability. It just and that's can't. the bummer. I mean, uh, you know, use whatever model you want. The reason you and I don't like paywalls is because I want to be able to share the material we make with anybody. I want right. you to be able to share it with your on the fence friend or maybe even your leftist friend who's available to reason and say, hey, listen to this. What do you think about this? You can't do that with a paywall in place. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. we've we've never been a fan of that, but you know, do whatever business model you want. I just I, I just mean, I never signed up for CRTV, even though there there are tons of people on it that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, this merger, I don't know if it's the cause, but it is awfully coincidental that Michelle Malkin announced her departure from CRTV immediately upon the announcement of this 
merger. So she's out. And the it was one classy way to get out of there, too. Yeah, she. <laughs> She said, uh, I'm so proud of the investigative journalism I did for CRTV. So many heroes, so many compelling stories. I will not be continuing with this company, but I wish my colleagues all the best. Yeah, that didn't end well. <laughs> Come on, she's taking the high road. But I'm sure Glenn mm. Beck got on board and she's like, fuck this. I am out of here. This guy's a total loon. But I mean, she's a real journalist. And to circle back, the reason this was sort of surprising is because, again, Blaze TV at CRTV on Twitter now rebranded as Blaze TV with the Blaze logo. Tweets out, Blaze Media no longer has a relationship with Gavin McInnes and per company policy cannot comment on personal matters. So Gavin's just gone. That's Blaze takes over, Gavin's just gone. And you can see how hard this tweet got ratioed. Mark Dice replying saying the new Blaze is already going up in flames. Glenn Beck ruins everything has double the likes <laughs> of the original tweet. And I, I can understand, you know, if the, if the, the replies to this are any indicator, there's massive cancellation going oh, on yeah. at CRTV. Every other response is canceled, 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 canceled. And I can understand the frustration. You can't sign people up for $100 year subscriptions or whatever it is. And a lot of people are signing up for one person. Maybe it's Steven Crowder. Maybe it's Gavin. Maybe it's somebody else. You can't, you can't offer that and then just pull it out and say, oh, just kidding. They're gone now. The live chat is saying that CRTV recently lost a substantial lawsuit to Mark Stein. I haven't heard anything about this. What? Can somebody confirm this for me? This didn't come up in my research. But if that's hmm. true, then um, maybe they're just having to do a lot of payouts. And yeah, maybe that's it. I don't know. But whatever's going on, this seems suicidal to me. This seems like CRTV yeah. committing suicide before our eyes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm happy we never went behind a paywall. I think I messaged you. I'm like, this is one party I was happy not to get invited to. Because CRTV <laughs> yeah, to be would clear, never take We were never on. invited. We were never we were cool never enough to be over there. <laughs> but still, I, I, yeah. I don't think that even if things got terrible, Super Chat was taken away. We were totally demonetized. We got kicked off of Patreon. I still don't think that I would ever put my content behind a paywall. And I'm just not comfortable surrendering control of my material to that degree because you never know when the high ups make this kind of decision and all of a sudden you're associated with somebody you don't want to be associated with. I'm not even that much of an anti-Glenn Beck guy myself. Oh, I just sucks. don't care. But I don't want to be lumped under his brand without my consent necessarily. Didn't you know? he say that generation identity is filled with legitimate Nazis also? Yeah, and didn't he, uh, I don't know about that, but I remember he faced controversy for like quasi-endorsing Hillary too. That what was, a douche. Hmm. Ugh. That guy's running running CRTV. Why? He's proven himself incapable. They must be so desperate and broke. It's a mystery thing. All I can say is I hope the best for Gavin, who's somebody, um, oh, you know, there's a lot of controversy. Yeah, wherever he goes, I'm sure he'll be fine. There's a lot of controversy about, you know, whether he bent the knee to the mob in, in disavowing the... Proud boys or not, generally speaking, I I understood where he's coming from, and uh, I hope the best for him. And he's I think, had so many rebirths, though. And, yeah, uh, he's he's done this a million times. He's going to be a okay. Yeah, and, and and like I said, there's plenty of people I I respect and enjoy over at CRTV too. This is not me hoping for CRTV to fail or Blaze TV to fail. Look, best of luck to all you guys. I hope I hope it blows all of my material away. Good for you. I just are think you insane? That <laughs> of course, you want it to fail. I don't want it to fail. I, I, think I do. The, I think the voices over there are valuable. And I think yeah, but I want them to come back to YouTube. I mean, I want Michelle it. Malkin to, to start a YouTube channel. I want Tucker to leave Fox and to start mm. a YouTube channel. I want all these people to leave the paywall to continue. Do you remember the good old days of YouTube when Crowder was like live streaming everything and it was all on YouTube when Gavin was on YouTube? Like those were the good old days. Yeah. I want that back. I enjoyed it. 
I want to stop doing this stupid paywall crap. And I hope CRTV or Blaze TV, whatever the fuck, goes down in flames. I mean, yeah. It's an unintentional quality pun. Mark Dice did it first. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll end it there and move on to... uh, we got the France well, we protest do, coming up after this, but we should we definitely should take a break. I yeah. did see a super chat that really pissed me off. So, Uh-oh. A super chat that pissed you off? Yeah, sometimes people give us money so that they can be us. Okay. Which gives us content and money, so thank you. I guess, uh, sure. <laughs> Fraggle, Fraggle. Hey, guys, I won't be able to watch tonight because of a death in the family. I'm sorry, that was not the one that pissed me off. I'm okay. <laughs> Have a great show and send some prayers. Can't wait to watch on Tuesday. I'm sorry to hear that, Raggle, Fraggle. Yeah, thank thanks you. for supporting the show and all the best to your family, and uh, we'll be in touch. Mr. DJ Fly High, thoughts on YouTube Rewind 2018 and how it's now the second most disliked video disliked video of all time and it's racing <laughs> to number one in the most disliked video of all time. Yeah, it had two million dislikes when I looked last. Oh, it's way more than that. It's five really? now, five or six. <laughs> the most disliked. So people understand YouTube Rewind is like the recap of YouTube activity for the year, but it ignored a whole bunch of things and people like PewDiePie and the Logan Paul controversy and it just promoted you know an intersectional group of nonsense no it's just a bunch of like lesbians and minorities sitting around looking at each yeah. other's buttholes about what they've accomplished in the exactly. year it's like oh people hated this i can't even figure out why and if you in case you want to contribute to setting the record justin bieber's which one is it by bieber that's the most disliked of all time one of his songs is like close to 10 million down is it that song like baby or something it like might be that, that one uh, I'm too and, old to even be talking about Justin Bieber. And this YouTube rewind is sitting at five or six million down in only a few days. So it has a real chance to make a run at the most. How ironic would it be if YouTube's own production would be the most disliked video on its own platform of all time? That'd be fitting. Uh, PewDiePie I, made, a, made a video about it and he's like, wouldn't it be funny if this got demonetized? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. Of course it is. Um, JBDude9061, looking forward to a great stream. We'll be playing Super Smash Brothers. Ultimately, uh, ultimate but will have you i can read we'll have you guys on in the background for your spicy hot takes thank you well, we, all thanks. we want to be is background music for the rest of you that, that's that's what we do um <clears throat> mark o'donnell says i canceled all my patreon subscriptions yesterday i'll send a few shekels through super chat for now thanks for the sanity safe space thank you mark well, and thanks. we understand of course uh dakota stanton i knew patreon was a dirty skank <laughs> yes yeah, yeah, she is fair enough um, yeah. Mithrin manifest observable behavior. So Patreon is saying that people are kicked off of the platform due to a mob. Great job. Yeah, exactly. Guys, LOL. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like they're mocking us. Uh, Cynic ate a big donation. Love the show, but Sargon is an idiot. He's the embodiment of the Spurk child who has, who was told not to stick his finger into the blender only to shove his wang into it with the theme of, will it bend in the background? I assume that you're, re- you're referencing. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. I don't say that to be dismissive. Thanks for supporting the show. The point is that, you know, whether or not you agree or like, agree with or like Sargon, uh, we we have to stand together on these types of issues. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I say this all the time. We'll talk about this with the Kevin Hart thing. But I don't care what you said. No matter what, I pretty much don't care what it is. Never apologize. Nobody should be getting deplatformed for any of this stuff. Um, Robert Monroe, uh, Matt and I were protesting in Paris when he he shoved his riot stick into my fart box and whispered, nice guys always finish last. You guys are disgusting. Wow. God damn disgusting. Thank you for that. Dan Lopez, blonde, I agree that balkanization is necessary, but do you think it can be done peacefully? Um, Thank you for the donation, Dan. 
I certainly hope, hope so, because in my mind, balkanization is the alternative to violence. So I'm hoping it, it can be done peacefully. If there's going to be violence and that's inevitable, then I fail to see the point in balkanizing. Do you have any thoughts on this? Uh, nope. In the interest of time, since it was, <laughs> since it was asked to you, I'll just gotcha. leave it there. Thank you for that. Just in case Matt and I once made love in secret, he asked me to pay him via Patreon, but I slid him 10 on the sly instead, if you know what I mean. Wow. Gross. And thank you for the, tip. well, thanks. Uh, let's just do a few more big LC Matt and I, Oh my God, Matt and I once <laughs> walked down the street screaming the N word and in 10 months a video of it will surface and Matt will be banned from Patreon. So y'all better get on subscribe start now. <laughs> Fuck Jack Hunt. <laughs> I hope this is a true story because I want to see the video. Uh, super wrong thing. I love the show, guys. You've improved tremendously over the last two years. Here's a little money. Wishing you both a well, Merry thanks. Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thanks for none of that Happy Holiday shit. I appreciate it. And thankfully, we set the bar low two years we ago. Did. So, we did. Such that the improvement yeah. could be apparent. Episode zero was pretty substantial. Do not enough. watch. Yeah. Uh, Arrow, some worry about the optics of Subscribestar given that it is owned by Russians. Does this matter? Or would you say the funding source, subscribers, patrons matters? More diversification is important. What are they going to say? We're colluding with Russians? I mean, geez. I don't care about those optics, you know? And and this, as I've said, this is not me wholeheartedly endorsing Subscribestar as the savior. It's just... This is a platform that, at least for now, appears like it's not going to engage in viewpoint discrimination. That's really all I care about. Let's check it out. Yeah. Uh, let's actually do a few more. Um, Brady Sutliff. Hey, you two couldn't super chat last week due to a technical difficulty on lines of hockey pucks as weapons, never guns. What about (laughs) slingshots? That would be more effective. I'd rather have a slingshot than a hockey puck or a mini baseball bat. They should issue the slingshots with those bucket of rocks. Yeah, there you go. That's good combination. Totally. James Bard on Wednesday. You guys, this is the one that pissed me off. Uh Oh, On Wednesday, you guys agreed the Catholic Church shouldn't be able to give free lunches or services to homeless people. For two libertarians, this seems highly hypocritical. I did not agree to that. Happy Hanukkah, Gentiles. I did not agree to that. I I want the exact quote. I never said that. Second of all, I am not a libertarian. Not a libertarian. Gross. No, absolutely not. And I never said they shouldn't be able to do this i said they're incentivizing homelessness by giving them the option of living on the street while meeting their basic needs and that's totally true if you go to any major city around the catholic um services are the the worst homeless encampments like tell me that 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 that, and as i recall you said something to that effect and i clarified what do you you mean shouldn't be allowed yeah and you said no 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 we have to do so first off i reject the premise that that's what you said second off i double reject the idea that I agreed with this. I want you to say, if you, if you disagree, send me the quote that I said to my email inbox and I'd be happy to evaluate that. Cause, uh, I, I don't think that's accurate, but thanks for supporting the show. Yeah. And Merry Christmas, James, uh, Colonel panic. Have you heard of the Arkansas bill that would allow people to sue social media companies for 70,000 for being censored deep platform for religious or political speech? Red elephants covered it today. I missed hmm. a red elephants video. Uh, I have not. I have I've been working out. on the outline all day. Um, let's circle back for the remainder, but thank you guys so yeah. much. For your and I do have a few over on Streamlabs. Let me just uh, get through these quickly. Don't tread on me. Hey guys, I'm glad I'm able to, uh, catch y'all live just to pick me up show. Um, Oh, just to pick me up to show, uh, y'all that not all is lost. Um, there's a Facebook show hosted by Mike Rowe called returning the favor. Not only does it renew hope in society, but it hits you right in the feels. Well, that sounds good. Well, check Aww, it out. I do like Mike Rowe. He's dirty jobs guy, right? Correct. Yeah. 
Phil uh, says, whatever your ideological differences may be, your commitment to continue pursuing truth is reason enough to keep coming back. Well, thank you. That's a very high compliment. I appreciate that. Um, and y'all are pretty entertaining as well. Keep up the good work and God bless. Thank you, Phil. Much appreciated. Walsey says, I jumped off Patreon over Southern but returned. Feel like doing it again. Well, we'll try to make as many platforms available to you as we can, Walsey. Appreciate it. Nearly Dr. K says, writing funds from a secure shelter in Ber- Berkeley, California. I'm a female. Uh temporary Berkeleyite who's finishing up a STEM PhD this week and wanted to celebrate Damn. my escape by sending a bit of my UC Berkeley stipend your way. With Nobody a smiley stopped face you from emoji. doing that. Nobody was like, you can't do STEM because of your vagina. Too bad Blonde wasn't there. She would have stopped you right in your tracks. <laughs> yeah, Thank really. you, nearly Dr. K. I, all the best uh, as you become Dr. K. Yeah, totally. Um, are you good on streamlabs? Just, just a couple more. Redicus oh, says, Alsup gets no love. I can't blame you. I haven't watched his videos in two years. No, we did mention not Alsup, but this was probably from earlier in the stream. Uh, there's just not a lot of clarity about it. So I wasn't able to find a lot of details, but we did yeah, mention Yeah, I love it. his channel too. Also, I uh, want your opinion on regulating payment processors as utilities since they have shown political bias and have discriminated and uh, have been discriminating against political pundits and the right. I've long been of the opinion that I would much prefer market solutions to these things, but as these, as this massive basically conspiracy at this point keeps developing it's harder and harder for me to maintain the position that that is a realistic expectation don't so, make me favor government intervention guys. i know don't make tough. me do it jesus hmm. uh so i'll have to think about my opinion more firmly but i'm open to people's proposals that's for sure because uh the the the, the value of free speech free expression is too important if even if corporate interest is the one threatening it uh wesleyan or yeah, I think it's Wesleyan. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Thanks for letting me play in the Fantasy Football League. Think of this as my payment for being so bad. Well, I'm sorry sorry it didn't work out for you. Playoffs are on right now. And thanks for uh, supporting the show. HK47 says if CRTV wants to make money, they'll be free and simply give you the ability to donate. Plenty of people would give to them and probably give more than you could charge them. That's true. And that's basically the platform that we operate on. Just be on YouTube. Yeah. yeah, just be on YouTube. Uh, Redicus says, Blonde, you argue against having a platform on leftist platforms but want CRTV to go down because of a paywall that guarantees their survival and allows these people to keep putting it stuff on YouTube. It clearly does not guarantee to, their survival. To keep the battle going. Look at what's happening. That is true. They pointed out an obvious hypocrisy in my argument. But, I mean, if we were really going to stay and fight, then we should be fighting for YouTube. We can't just keep getting run off of these platforms. We're going to mm. have to confront this at some point. I And I'd be open to a platform like theirs with a model that HK 47 is describing, like, you know, make a platform where you it's invitation only to post over there, but allow people to support to the degree that they want to. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'd be interested in that. I just resent the idea of a paywall based on the nature of content creation. Yeah. Well, thanks everybody. We'll circle back with super chat and Streamlabs later. Tell me about the French protest. Cause my God, the scenes I am seeing coming out of France I know. Or, uh, something to behold. I, I can't believe what I'm seeing. It's been really crazy. I mean, when this all started, I'm sure you heard that, that everybody was like, oh, this is about a gas tax. This is about a gas yeah. tax. And maybe it started out like that. But this really evolved. This, I think this was the fourth week of protests. This really evolved into the middle class, um, you know, predominantly white people looking around at their situation and realizing that they are funding this massive influx of migrants into their country at their own expense, at their own personal expense. Hmm. Um, and I think it's it's really turned into this into this revolution. And Macron, he's down to 18% approval. Wow, that's like sub-Congress, man. I know, it's that's pretty really bad. bad. So thus far, 2,000 people have been arrested. This is mostly in Paris, but it's happening all over France. 
um, which is a record in the history of France for one day, uh, 264 injured, including 39 police. This was just on Saturday. Um, so, I mean, I, I know that some people are trying to take this over. Like I had a lot of people, when I talked about this in my last video, I had a lot of people in the comment section saying like, well, this is a leftist movement because they want to do wealth redistribution and they want to institute a minimum wage. And there is that element. I mean, there's this like this kind of Antifa style um, element, but I think mm. that they just uh, can't agree. There are lots of, there's, there are incongruous uh, ideas of, of how they need to deal with this. There's not like a unified revolution here. But I think that the heart of this is really the middle class revolting against global elitists and, and the Macron administration. Hmm. Um, so yeah, on Saturday, uh, they marched the Champs-Élysées and it was just crazy, like tear, tear gas. Yeah. And, and uh, Macron all over France, he deployed, I believe, 89,000 troops. And that number, that's just staggering. Yeah. Just staggering. Um, so we probably should check out some of this footage before we talk about the other elements yeah. of this. Yeah, this, this political analyst quoted in the Fox article here says protesters don't want to keep Macron anymore. They want to get rid of him. It's an uprising against Macron. Wow. I mean, if that's the general sentiment, it could be for a variety of reasons. Some of it could yeah. be um, this gas tax stuff. Some of it could be tensions about migrants and, and all of that. And there's, you know, there's probably room for people to be pissed at Macron from a, across ide the ideological spectrum in terms of left and right wing. But if that's the aim is like Macron's got to get out. Ooh, this uh, this might get worse before it gets better, yeah, to be definitely. honest. Yeah. So let's uh, yeah, you mentioned these. um these scenes and i couldn't believe some of them so it looks apocalyptic doesn't it yeah here's what it's looking like in france you can just see the scale of the amount of these people in these yellow vests these so-called yellow vests hundreds or thousands of people and you see some of these angles from up high on these buildings you can get an idea of just how many people are participating in this like this looks like a war zone this particular angle and then you can see some instances of police Brutality, mistreatment, whatever. Right. I, I'm not Is sure exactly on what's one, going on here. Seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They're just beating them. Beating up people. This look. This was crazy because this looked like a wartime scenario to me. Like they have people as prisoners of this war. This infuriated basically. the French. This uh, this is a rough scene. If you're listening to this, they've got these. French arrested protesters who are on their knees, hands tied behind their backs, and they're all kind of lined up in a neat you know, a neat orderly arrangement as though they're POWs. It, it, it looks like a wartime And these are students scene. too. They're students, okay. Yeah. Wow, hands behind their heads and everything, yeah. And then just some of the photography coming out of there is crazy. I saw this one on Paul Joseph Watson's Twitter feed. This That's looks like some type of... Photo apocalyptic yeah this photo deserves an award i mean it, it looks like some kind of apocalyptic horseman photo or something like that and uh there's this particular photo with a young woman up on one of the street signs on the french flag and just you could see 
<laughs> you can see the scale. And then neither of us know the context I of this. I just saw it on Gab and it made me chuckle, but I do not, if anybody knows the origin <laughs> of this, please let me know because I couldn't find out. And it was, I was laughing my ass off. I don't know if these are Muslim yellow vests or if these are people that were just directing traffic and they had nothing to do with the protest. Or they might conceivably be anti like Islamic right, migration protesters. Be, yeah, I don't yeah, it know. It might be a spoof. But, it, um, but if you are listening, it's burqas that are in that bright yellow vest material. Yeah. And it's a fantastic photo. Uh, so super funny. There's been a lot of, uh, need I say, tinfoil coming out of this particular story. The stories that you sent me on Skype before the show made me laugh out loud. Particularly. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, this is clearly, I think that we can see at this point, this is clearly a grassroots, predominantly nationalistic uprising uh, that has to do with revolting against globalist elites and mm -hmm. particularly Macron. But it's like they can't help themselves with this Russian scapegoat shit. And so I don't remember what I Googled, but this was the first thing that came up. It was like France riots or some, some generic, generic phrase. You didn't this Google was, Russia. This was not. No, was, no, no, okay. no. This was the first thing that came up. And I was reading this article just in disbelief because I'm like, do people on the left really believe this crap? So anyway, France opened a probe into possible Russian interference behind the country's yellow vest protest at okay. reports that social media accounts linked to Moscow have increasingly targeted the movement. So th they're saying that the Twitter accounts uh, monitored by the alliance usually feature U.S. or British news, but the French protests have been at or near the top of their activity for at least a week. Uh, and quote, hmm. that's a pretty strong indication that there's an interest in amplifying the conflict for audiences outside of France. So what they're saying is that, you know, Russia, Russia rigged the election, that, that Russia is um, manipulating like news to make this seem like it's more of a big deal and it's bringing more outside yeah. attention to the protests, which is igniting like more fervor for the revolution in France. I think that's what they're saying. And it's, it's they go to the same things. It's like, like Oh, the, the election in the United States was tilted for Trump because of my Facebook and Twitter accounts. They get the same kind of reasoning here about 600 Twitter accounts known to promote Kremlin views. Okay. First off, <laughs> you don't even have a link to the Kremlin. Then you just know they promote right. Kremlin views right, right. have begun focusing on France. Alternative explanation the uprising in France is actually organic and it is possibly the number one news story in the world. Yeah. So people who comment on news stories are commenting on that story. That would be know, an alternative explanation. And that instead of outside forces adding fuel to the fire here, Macron treating his own people that are disgruntled for an obvious reason, treating them like criminals and deploying yeah. 89,000 troops to, um, to, to deal with this organic revolution. Yeah. Maybe that amplified things a little bit. Well, there is, um, the, uh, I don't have time to get in, into it tonight, unfortunately, and I wish I had more time to, but I had to wrestle with this in my head as a bit of a thought exercise because void of context, I look at stuff like this and I think, looks kind of like Antifa in Berkeley. And of course I consider that to be lawless, reckless, awful. That's not to say that uprising against government is never justified. And I'm not familiar enough with France to know what specifically is motivating these people. But it's I got to think, I got to think more in my head about what justifies this type of action and what doesn't this, and what the this rules are. This is justified. Are. This is yeah. organic. This is grassroots. So, this is the French trying to protect French culture. Yeah. So um, I acknowledge that when I look at Berkeley, I, I generally have a more pro-police perspective. And when I look at this, I'm a little bit concerned with some of the police stuff I'm seeing. 
Granted, there's a little bit of inconsistency there, and that's just because I don't have a full familiarity with what's going on in France, and I don't necessarily have it ironed out as to what the exact rules for this type of demonstration or rioting I'll grant be. you that. It doesn't seem like it's a cohesive revolution. People seem yeah. to want different end goals. Like, a lot of people seem to want to oust Macron. That that seems to be their M.O. But it's I'm not really seeing, like, a... a big plan about what's going to happen when sure. when that happens. And I want yeah. more people to be like, this really has nothing to do with the gas tax. This has to do with the tremendous, overwhelming cost to your average Frenchman to sustain the life of migrants who have no vested interest in retaining the culture of France, not to mention they're bringing criminality, they're destroying the country from the inside out, and then you know sustaining them with welfare is just bleeding them dry. That's really what this is about. And I mm -hmm. wish I was seeing like a more cohesive revolution, people talking about how that is the heart of the yellow vest. Was it Facebook that did it? That's the other thing. <laughs> yeah. Facebook? So this other thing, um, I think this is a New York Magazine article, right? Intelligence. Or uh, yeah, it, I guess that's a publication of uh, New York Magazine. Um, English language media has begun circling around a particular story of causation that this is Facebook's fault. So I want to read this directly because it talks about specific articles. In Bloomberg, Bloomberg, uh, Leonid Bershitsky writes, quote, street riots in Paris are less about a tiny fuel tax hike, which is not true. It was like 60 percent than the power of social networks to radicalize their users. <laughs> All right. That's just uh, hmm. like I, the excuses. It's unbelievable to me. On yeah. Medium, uh, Frederick Philo argues that Facebook is fueling the French populist rage. And then most widely circulated is this lengthy and detailed BuzzFeed article headlined, The Yellow Jackets Riot in France are what happens when Facebook gets involved with local news. Uh, I know. Okay. I know. All the right. general story goes something like this. Earlier this year, Facebook changed the way it sorts its newsfeed in the hopes of reducing partisan squabbles and links to fake news and mm -hmm. began promoting posts from friends and family and semi-private Facebook groups over posts that link on their website. So what people are saying is, Unwittingly, the company was promoting mass unrest by pushing into users' feeds memes and rants from people's private private accounts from semi-political populist groups that gotcha. would become the core organizational structure. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely makes, it. Makes sense. It's not that there are real problems in France that people are really pissed about. Yeah, Macron's such a uh, fragile ego. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sure he's afraid for his life, too. I, yeah, I mean. 18% approval. I'm sure he's worried he's going to get pulled out of his bed by his feet and then get his head chopped off i mean hmm. i would imagine you security worried? is very high yeah the old egg on the face macron <laughs> yeah i forgot about that clip oh god uh all right I don't in know. the interest of time we should probably keep it moving but if you have any final thoughts on the on this one go for it um i think this is great i it gives me hope for europe and it's what needs to happen things got so bad that uh, they had to brew a revolution and I hope they overthrow their shitty globalist government and put something new in that works for the French people and that they expel all the migrants too. Hmm. Keep an eye on it because as I was saying, doesn't look like this is going anywhere. It doesn't look like this is going to stop. And it's and spreading to other countries. It doesn't well, so. look like the sentiment is anything short of massive change in government is mm -hmm. what is the common thread. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on it, see where it goes. And um, of course, to everybody who may be listening in France or Europe more generally, hope everybody stays safe. Stay and, safe. Yeah. And I, I, there, I saw, like, I saw a clip. Uh, I didn't want to show it on the show because I thought it might be a little too gory for YouTube. But did you see the clip of the girl who got shot in the eye with some type <laughs> of police projectile? Her eye is clean out. 
Oh like my it's God. bleeding everywhere. It's super bloody. I didn't want to show it because, um, you know, some people might be upset by that, but also YouTube might be upset by that. Yeah. So I didn't want to risk our show over it. But, Poor girl. Uh, but yeah, Yikes. there's some scenes of pretty serious violence coming out of there. And so, you know, I just, above all, I hope everybody stays safe as well. Okay. Um, time to talk about Kevin Hart. I don't know that there's a good uh, transition to Kevin Hart, comedian Kevin Hart. <laughs> But uh, big news this week was he uh, announced that he was going to host the Oscars this year. And the Academy confirmed that that was the case. This happened on social media on Tuesday. And then the Internet does what it does, which is, of course, search everything (laughs) Kevin Hart has ever said to make sure that everything he has ever said (laughs) is in compliance with the only acceptable political ideology. Uh, Context be damned. Time of said utterance be damned. He must be purity tested. And uh, so as a result of this, of course, the Internet found old homophobic tweets from 2009 and 2010, one of which was a reference to his uh, to Kevin Hart's 2010 stand up special, Seriously Funny, in which Hart did a comedy bit about trying to stop his son from being gay. This is uh, what the comedy bit sounded like. I had to edit it heavily because the copyright overlords punish us for playing this even if it's fair use. But here's what that sounded like. I'm gonna tell you guys one of my biggest fears. One of my biggest fears is my son growing up and being gay. Keep in mind, I'm not homophobic. I have nothing against gay people, be happy. But me being a heterosexual male, if I can prevent my son from being gay, I will. With that being said, I don't know if I handle my son's first gay moment correctly. Every kid has a gay moment, but when it happens, you gotta nip it in the bud. You gotta stop it right there. Hey, stop, that's gay, it's quick. No. I don't know if I handle my son's situation right. My son had a birthday party. He's playing. You know when kids play, they just play. You don't know what they're doing, but they're having a good time. They're moving around. I said, okay, he's good. I finished talking. I turned back around to check on my son again. A little boy was grinding on my son's ass. I didn't know what to do. I panicked. I knocked them both down. Hey, what's going on here? What kind of party is this? This lady came out. She's like, what are you doing? They kids, let them play. I said, well, you show me another kid getting fucked in the ass and I'll calm down. Here's what pissed me off, man. I was eating a buffalo wing when it happened. I should have dropped the wing and ran over there, but I licked my fingers first. I I didn't mean it. I said, hey, boy. (laughs) The black in me came out. Okay. So some of the tweets or one of the tweets dug up by Benjamin Lee, Guardian reporter Benjamin Lee, doing a great service to society, tweeting out, I wonder when Kevin Hart is going to start deleting his old tweets with the thinking face emoji. And this, the tweets he published included this one with reference to that prior comedy bit. Yo, if my son comes home and tries to play with my daughter's dollhouse, I'm going to I'm going to break it over his head and say in my voice, stop, that's gay. OK, there are more. Why does uh, Damien D.W.'s profile pic look like a gay billboard for AIDS? <laughs> Boom. I'm on fire tonight. This one in uh, January 2010. Uh, why does Wayne215 have so many pictures of me on his phone? What are you, some type of fat fag that takes a pic of a small black man all day? This in 2009. Uh, at uh, D. Wade official, Dwayne Wade. You should ask the question like this. How many gay men sweat when they wear dress shirts because real men don't Lameo P.S. fag? <laughs> this in 2009 so this reporter is asking how long till kevin hart starts deleting the tweets well lo and behold he starts deleting his tweets as a result of this pressure and uh kevin hart then takes to instagram 
to describe what's going on to him. And, um, and as we mentioned at the top of the show, I appreciated his initial message. I think you did as well. Here's, uh, here's what Kevin Hart had to say on Instagram initially to the outrage. I swear, man, our world is becoming beyond crazy. I'm not going to let the craziness frustrate me or anger me, especially when I worked hard to get to the mental space that I am at now. My team calls me, oh my God, Kevin, the world is upset about tweets you did years ago. Oh my God. Guys, I'm almost 40 years old. If you don't believe that people change, grow, evolve as they get older, I don't know what to tell you. If you want to hold people in a position where they always have to justify or explain their past, then do you. I'm the wrong guy, man. I'm in a great place, a great mature place where all I do is spread positivity. If you're not doing that, you're not on my page. All right. Cool. Good for him. Good for you. Yeah. And then he gets the call from the Academy that says, Kevin, you must apologize or we will rescind the invitation to host the Oscars. Well, Kevin Hart goes back to Instagram and again, delivers a response that I think we can appreciate. He says, no, I've already addressed this. Not going to apologize. If you want to rescind your invitation, go Fine. ahead. Yeah. So he says this. I just got a call from the Academy and, um, that call basically said, Kevin, apologize for your tweets of old, or we're going to have to move on to find another host. I'm talking about the tweets from 2009, 2010. I chose to pass. I passed on the apology. The reason why I passed is because I've addressed this several times. This is not the first time this has come up. I've addressed it. I've spoken on it. I've said where the rights and wrongs were. I've said who I am now versus who I was then. I've done it. I've done it. The same energy that went into finding those old tweets could be the same energy put into finding the response to the questions that have been asked years after years after years. We feed in the internet trolls and we reward them. I'm not going to do it, man. I'm going to be me. I'm going to stay on my ground. Regardless, Academy, I'm thankful and appreciative of the opportunity. If it goes away, no harm, no foul. Perfect. Totally perfect. Your camera's frozen. Is that on my end? Uh, it should just be on your end. It's not on the stream end, but I can reset it for you. Correct. Um, um, I wish he would have just stopped here. I saw this and I was like, yes, just don't apologize. And then like two hours after there's some shit like, I'm so sorry to the LGBT. Blah, 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 exactly. Blah. It's like, just you were ahead. You know, you're not, you're not going to host once they, once they dug that stuff up, you don't have to kiss anybody's ass. Don't apologize. Never apologize. I don't care if you're genuinely sorry for what you said. And it was wrong. Don't apologize ever. Yep, because People on Thursday, view it as weakness, and they just descend on you like vultures. Heart reversed, and he steps down. So he actually didn't get; they didn't boot him per se. He voluntarily walked away, but I'm sure he would have been booted regardless. Uh, anyway, he stepped down from this hosting job, and he said he sincerely apologizes to the LGBTQ community for insensitive words from his past. On Friday, the CEO of Glad G L A A D, the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation, which almost certainly had a lot to do with the demand for his apology. Uh, the CEO of that organization tweeted the following, Kevin Hart shouldn't have stepped down, which sounds good, but then he should have stepped up. Hart's apology to LGBTQ people is an important step forward, but he missed a real opportunity to use his platform in the Oscars stage to build unity and awareness. So the terrorists over at uh, GLAD get to decide 
what's going to be said, who's going to host, how much worshiping is going to be done to the LGBTQ Build community. Build awareness for what? Being yeah. gay is so 2007. No one gives a shit anymore. I guess. Uh, so, so that's, so I don't know. I don't know who they're going to pick now. Presumably it's going to be a gay person or a transgender person to atone for this atrocity. I just have a few things to say about the, um, the purity testing. Uh, for one, I can't, as you've mentioned before, I can't believe how these idiots don't see how this is a totally unworkable standard um, because there's nobody who's safe from this no, nonsense. Right, right. The only way this type of uh, thing is going to stop and people are not going to have their entire history scrutinized if they're nominated for anything is if we stop uh, caring about it. But better yet, I'm actually on team blonde team shame. I think we need to start shaming people like this journalist, Benjamin Lee over at the guardian for doing this type of, he's probably like becca lewis and nuked his social media before putting out this yeah, article of course i'm sure like oh don't go back and look at my stuff actually i saw a listener of the show stan in his responses replying to him with an old tweet of his that appeared to endorse pedophilia or being attracted to oh, a child what a surprise funny how that's surprise. in there oddly enough um so yes i am in favor when people engage in these types of tactics i'm in favor of shaming of Shaming them, not shaming Kevin Hart, shaming them for this type of nonsensical behavior. Uh, and then on Kevin Hart, as, as we said, I think he nearly perfectly handled it. But for that last apology, the problem he is destroyed it all. I mean, the yeah. problem is he ends up in that same situation that so many before him have ended up in, which is you don't get the job or the achievement. And also you apologize. You bent the knee. You apologize. Yeah, it's the old so get, Roseanne. And yeah. let me tell the audience, if you guys ever get in this situation, don't apologize because if you do, all that people will remember is that you're weak and you'll lose the same shit irrespective of whether or not you apologize. Just don't do it. I mean, if he wouldn't have apologized, people would have looked back on this and been like, wow, that guy's not a pussy. And that's all they would have remembered yeah. about this. Nobody it's watches the Oscars. Nobody cares about this anymore. It's not like the pinnacle of your career or anything like that. They have year over year, they have record low viewership. It'll be even worse this time. Around. And it's going to be even worse this time because of stuff like this. Um, and you know what really grinds my gears about this situation? The hmm. left did not give a shit when he banged some skank when he was married <laughs> to his pregnant wife. Yeah. And they're like, oh, whatever. And like that happens, whatever. And then he like says something about lesbians or gay people or whatever. And everybody melts Eight down. years ago. Yeah. yeah. Eight it's years like, ago. Are you guys serious? Like no one's going to say anything about how he cheated on his pregnant wife. But but he, but words, words are what takes this guy's out. Yeah. This guy out. It's so degenerate. I appreciate what Nick Cannon is doing. I don't know if you had a chance to look yeah, at this. I did. Yeah, good Nick Cannon's him. Twitter feed is full of him going through other celebrities' Twitter feeds saying, oh, interesting, Chelsea Handler. I wonder if there's any backlash here. Chelsea Handler tweeted out at one point, this is what a fag bird looks like when he flexes. I don't know what she's talking about, but a fag bird apparently. Sarah Silverman, uh, I don't mean this in a hateful way, but the new Bachelorette is a faggot. <laughs> Amy Schumer says, enjoy Skyfall, fags. I'm about to get knee deep in Helen Hunt, whatever that means. Uh, yeah, all of these people uh, should be similarly punished, I suppose. Uh, Benjamin Lee, you should hire the Guardian should hire Nick Cannon to work alongside Benjamin Lee to be the purity force for the world and the Internet. Whatever. Hollywood's going to get punished for this. There's going to be record low attend or viewership on in the Oscars this year. Did you see they also did it real quick before we move on? They also did it to the Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. So this this kid, I'm not familiar with him, but this kid, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kyler Murray. Kyler, Kyler Murray. Yeah, he's such the a Generation Z name. How old is this kid? He's I I don't know. Somewhat something between eighteen and twenty two. I'm sure. Kyler. Um, 
but he's the quarterback at the University of Oklahoma. He won the Heisman Trophy on Saturday. Of course, the award is for the uh, top college football player in the country. Thanks to journalists at USA Today doing important work like Benjamin Lee at The Guardian. We know that when Murray was 15 years old, there's a series of tweets, him replying to his friends, calling them queers on several occasions. There's maybe five or six examples of him calling his friends queers as screenshot in this Yahoo article here. Kyler Murray, late last night, early this morning, tweets out, I apologize for the tweets that I that have come to light from when I was 14 and 15. I used a poor choice of word that doesn't reflect who I am or what I believe. I did oh not intend God. to single out any individual or group. This is what we have to do. It's any achievement, any person who's in the spotlight for getting a new job or for winning an award. We have to scrub everything they did. We have to go back and look, did they call someone a queer, their friend a queer when they were 14 (laughs) years old? Guess what? The answer is yes. Did I call my friends queers? I call them queers today. Yeah. Routinely. Yeah. I say, sup, fag? Sup, queer? Yeah. Yeah. Every time I go into the live chat, I say, hey, fags. Yeah. Precludes me from ever having a grown-up job ever again. We're going to be banned. And when I see these tweets, my reaction is not, oh, what a terrible person. My reaction is, what a normal guy like me. What a normal 14-year-old. Good for him. you got to allow people <laughs> to make mistakes and then give them a path for redemption. Like, every person I've ever met was useless before the age of 25. You have to, like, let them make mistakes, say stupid stuff. And then it, in Generation Z and, and Millennials, they've, they have been raised on social media. Their entire lives have been documented. Some kids, their their parents put them on social media before they even gave consent. They're, everything they've ever done has been on social media. Yeah. We can't we cannot hold them to this standard. It's not fair. It's so stupid. Like, what are you gonna do? Rescind the Heisman trophy? You're gonna take yeah. it away? Is his draft stock in the NFL gonna drop because he called his friend a queer? I mean, imagine when he when he interviews with NFL teams in the future, are they gonna ask him? When you called your friends, we called your friends queers when you were 14. Is that because you have a problem with homosexuals? Because here at the Cleveland Browns, we (laughs) really love diversity and the gays. Yeah, really. But it's okay to beat your wife. Yeah, as long as you're a really good football player. Yeah. If you're bad, then you're out. Dogfighting also. Okay, as I understand it, right? Well, he did go to jail for quite some time (laughs) and then came back. So he did his time, Michael Vick did. But, But yeah, the point is, and again, the, just like the uh, the case with with um, with Kevin Hart, I was wondering who the hell are these people digging up this crap? Who's doing this? Are they basement dwellers? No, it's actual journalists. So it's journalists whose you job. You don't know if those are mutually exclusive. Come on. Well, I don't. I yeah, but but uh, the Benjamin point is Benjamin Lee. What does this guy look like? I don't. know. He looks he looks kind of all right. Actually, he doesn't he doesn't look that bad. Let's pull up his picture here. Benjamin Lee. Here's what Benjamin Lee looks like. I don't know. A blonde's evaluation of his attractiveness would depend on how tall he is. Yeah. It's a good, it's a waste of a good beard. Eh. Hmm. No, not into it. <laughs> okay. What a the waste point of is, time. The point is, I see only two solutions here. One is to go the Nick Cannon route and start using this weapon against everybody such that everybody gets the same standard. Or we have to start holding the people engaging in this tactic accountable. We have to actually start shaming them. This guy deserves to be shamed. Benjamin Lee deserves to be shamed for what he's doing, which is just trying to ruin people's lives, just trying to throw wrenches into the success of others because at one point in time, they dared to go against the only acceptable perspective that he will allow yeah. without ruining them. <sighs> Screw that guy, dude. What does this come to? Hmm. Do, do you think he feels bad about himself? Like, this is what my life is. 
No, I think he feels good about himself somehow. Like he's done a service to really? the world, You've which is be just like amazing. A self-hating douche. That guy's got a really punchable face, by the way. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, now that you've endorsed violence, we're definitely banned off Patreon. Well, whatever. It was bound to happen. <laughs> okay. I got some quick hitting items before we close the show. Uh, but before we get to those, why don't we take another break? And then we'll... we'll wait, wait. I got to read this tweet before, yeah. um, before I do that. Benjamin Lee, two days ago, tweeted... Thanks for all the homophobic DMs and tweets from Kevin Hart fans. They really proved a point. Anyway, who's gay and good at hosting award shows? Hmm. <sighs> I can't find it here. But I'll oh, take I, no, I just pulled it up on his Twitter. That is Who, just, so he's saying who's gay and oh, he's so he's calling for that Kevin Hart's audience attacking him just proves that Kevin Hart is a homophobe and that they should hire a gay person to do the award show. Yeah, and they need to no get one, a gay person in. Okay. No one wants to watch the Oscars anyway. People are going to want to watch it even less if it's just like a, like a parade of minorities going up there talking about Me Too and LGBTQ shit. Like, no. like we wanted to watch this any less than we already do. Well, thank God uh, Benjamin Lee has hijacked the Oscars to make them reflect all of Benjamin Lee's values. That's uh, much appreciated, Ben. Thanks for doing everyone a solid. What was the next thing that you wanted me to do? I, I got, Let's go I to got, Super Chat. Let's it was an anger spiral for a second. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Dallas Dinglewood says, Tis the season two. Help your own. Much love. Thank you, Dallas. Well, thanks. Downskated Blondie is most likely to get banned for drinking coconut water, and we all know the real reason Sargon got banned, taking 10-plus minutes to make a cup of tea on a live stream. That's highly suspicious. I don't care what you guys say. Even if I'm a basic bitch, this is the best coconut water I've ever had in my life. I don't care what you say. Everyone yeah, should drink well, it. Before we went live, you're like, have you tried this? I'm like, no, of course not, because I'm I, it's not so a pumpkin good. spice chugging basic bitch. It costs $5 a bitch. bottle, yeah. and I don't even give a shit. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> Uh, Lil Wang, Jack Conti is the ultimate Hawaii knicker, though. Am I right? <laughs> Jack, am I okay? So I can't say Jack Conti is, but can I say that Jack Conti is definitively not a white nigger? He definitely is not. <laughs> Just stick to calling him an undescended testicle freakazoid like I did. That's probably less. Whatever he is, he's not that <laughs> for sure. Also, uh, very straight. He actually is is straight, right? Doesn't he have a woman that he's supposedly putting it to? Supposedly, he's married, right? Yeah, we've seen the wedding photos. Mm. That's right. You be the we judge. Uh, Semper ad meliora. For the record, uh, blonde. I'm a fag, and I have no problem with you using the word. Have been called far worse. Yeah, I have a lot of gay friends, and they don't like take super offense to stuff like this because nobody wants to hang around somebody they have to watch whatever they say. One of our favorite patrons is gay and Mexican, and he thinks that I'm awesome. So, sure. all right. Yeah. EC Morgan 69 here's a few bucks to make up for my canceled Patreon account. When are you going to go on Subscribestar like Tim Pool, Dave Cullen, and Sargon? We're on it. I just made mine, and Skag made one before the, for the yep. show before the show. Linked in the description. Sure you can, is. Yeah, you can find us individually or the podcast together. Scott Allen, freedom of association is a constitutional right in the First Amendment in the Assembly Clause, Article 11 of the European Convention on Human Rights and Canada's Charters of Rights, as well as the UDHR. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter if people aren't going to um, listen to us about what it is and is not constitutional. <laughs> I'm not sure that we can use it as much of an argument. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that, though, Scott. Boogeyman917, shame about Sargon, I guess. Um, if the far left labels you as... Uh, far right then it must be true love to see sargon on your show sometime great job as always i'm providing quality programming sargon is always welcome on beauty and i too would love to see sargon on this show 
Indeed. Maybe I should circle back. It's been oh, a little while way, since we've had any communication. That's true. Um, I like to mention when other YouTubers are in our live chat, and I saw Sandman in our live chat earlier today. Oh, cool. And even though I fear the MGTOW, I do really like his work. Um, so check out his channel. Uh, Kai Cooper says, Patreon dude sounds a super soy boy. Yeah, that guy is definitely a fag. Yoko Halo List says, playing games and having my friends listen to you over my headset. They seem to not mind and <laughs> think blonde speech is kind of funny. Hey, Blonde, say Good. Casey is a fag. Casey, you are a fag. And the stream is off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kicked offline. Aggie Jet Pilot, keep on rocking the great show. Also, credit to Matt. I was listening through my truck speakers to the show when your fire alarm went off and almost <laughs> ran off the road. Takes a lot to get this pilot spooked. So, good job. Well, I will give the credit the, where credit is uh, properly due. I will make sure to credit the person responsible. Yeah, for... Skag's foxy lady. But I won't say any more than that. Who is an illegal, uh, an illegal single mom stripper? That's right. Uh, I believe who she is. She Skag is actually engaged to R two D two Dindu R two Dindu. It's um, it's an anchor marriage. Is that a term? <laughs> yeah. No, it's actually. There's. I'm sure I got to work out the story and make sure that her boyfriend's kid is the anchor baby that I'm saving. Right, and he proposed to the kid first. And then yeah, exactly. you put the I engagement ring yeah. on a spoke on one of her wheels. 100% confirmed. Yeah, yeah, totally true. Uh, Miles Kinslow. Hey, guys, this whole era is ridiculous. Companies like Patreon have lost their minds. What kind of glass D, uh, D asterisk asterisk K they smoking from? What does that mean? Glass, glass dick. I just lost your video. Glass dick? I guess so. I'm not familiar with that term. But what kind of fine know. drugs are they consuming, I believe, is the sentiment, right? Or a d dank? I don't know what that means. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Miles. We're, we're stupid and old. Liber <laughs> That's for supporting the show, man. <laughs> yeah. Liberative. Patreon bannings are legal tests. Sargon and Milo don't have First Amendment rights. Uh, they're seeing how far they can push it. Yeah, it's like it's like kicking off Alex Jones first. I think it was kind of a test. Yeah, and we'll um, have to see what happens here in terms of A, government intervention, or B, market solutions. Yep. I'm, I'll be fascinated to see how this all resolves. I, market solutions. Like, I really yeah, don't want to go government on this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, real reasons. Patreon banning will happen regardless. They value ideology over profit. Yep, as most people that uh, urge you signal do. Only new laws or competition will help. No amount of uniting or whining will help. Um, Sargon got the kill stream deleted. There was some tension between them. I'm not familiar exactly with what the basis for that accusation is, but I did see Ethan Ralph going after Paul Joseph Watson and by extension Sargon, although he's not on Twitter. I can't, I don't know the specifics of it, but, um, but yeah, Ethan Ralph was also banned from YouTube and elsewhere. And I remember we talked about it at the time. Mm -hmm. I don't know about the accusations about who, supported or was behind it all i will say is i oppose what happened to ethan ralph just as, as well, firmly and just yeah. as strongly as what happened to sargon i don't care about any of these people's interpersonal feuds if i see a content creator get booted for saying something i no matter how i feel about them i know that i'm next so it yeah. behooves me to talk about it from a critical standpoint i'm surprised um, I'm, su I'm surprised you have survived as long as you have god frankly, i know but here you it's are. crazy. Yet, yet here I am. Yeah. And I only have like three videos in limited state. Hmm. Um, Crown video hit or miss. I guess they never miss, huh? You got a boyfriend. I bet he doesn't kiss you. You're going to find another girl and he won't miss you. He's going to skirt and hit the dab like Wiz Khalifa. Is this, this these huh. must be lyrics from some brother that I'm unfamiliar with. Unfortunately, is, I don't know. It's really lyrics. famous. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. 
Um, Shauna Thornton, even if we on the right were to expose all the left for their past, mean word crimes, it wouldn't matter. Example, the racist Asian journalist. Yeah, I, I presume you mean Sarah Hyung or whatever. Yeah. Hyung, yep. Hyung. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, as long as you're talking about white people, it doesn't matter. Um, Penguinator, let's just do two more right now. Hi, guys. I thought I would just throw you a few bucks. Been watching you for a while. Just a hard-working penguin. Thank you, dude. We appreciate mm. that. Or chick. I don't know. And our resident faggot, Gabriel Lopez. I deleted my Patreon and everyone I supported today. Just fuck them. Fuck them right up their self-righteous assholes. Understood. We'll, we'll get back to you guys back on whatever platform you move support thank you gabriel you've been with us for a long time. he has man and I, I was speaking with him privately and uh yeah i appreciate him and not only him but uh, everybody else who has has reached out to to me and to us and said listen i can't support patreon but That's i don't okay. want to ditch you guys we're going to do everything we can to make sure people who want to help out the show are able to do that and i appreciate people who are making that gesture of reaching out gabriel yeah included. and just thus far i mean you guys you guys make this show possible look at what's happening yeah. to milo when you rely on public funding or funding from a large donor, a single large donor, um, you, you can't make it work for long yeah, periods exactly. of time, but we've been able to do this. Like in, in May, it's going to be three years in 100% because of viewer funding. hundred so, percent. Yep. Yeah. Appreciate everybody. It's, it's, it's not happening without, without uh, you guys, without yeah. the people who are sticking around, particularly the loyal people who are here every week and parting with hard earned money every week. I shit. I'm like a broken like record that. when I talk about it, but, but it, uh, I, you know, I, I can't, uh, I can't explain enough how much I appreciate those people and the opportunity they've provided us. Okay. It's so, hitting the, them in the feels right well, now. Well, in the community that they've helped us build. I, yeah. I speak, I spoke about this in our Patreon. Thank you this month. Like this show is beyond just kind of a place to talk about the news. It is that fundamentally, but this, there's a community here, yeah. not only, yeah. um, between us and with us and the listeners, but independent of us. Like yeah, people have chat, met and made relationships yeah. and and things like that from our live chat. The depths of the Discord server, the fact yeah. that you go to the live chat hours before the show is even live and people are hanging out there having conversations, that's really cool. cool. And so people who are supporting the show, it's not just blonde in my ability to talk about the news. That's important, uh, I hope at least. People like to listen to it, I hope. But the platform that it has created for other people to make friends and find similar people. And how many messages do we get from people who are like in Berkeley or something like uh, soon to be Dr. K who are like, I feel isolated in my life and I have yeah. no outlet. And this is somewhat of a, a, a place of, um, of solace for me, like a place yeah. where I feel comfortable, a place where I can get away from that. You hear that guys, that we're at church. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I was trying to be sentimental, damn it. But okay. the point is the people who are supporting the show are not just allowing us to do this. They're yeah. they're creating something for other people who are like them too. And I really appreciate that. Just the fact that we can make a career based on speaking candidly, uh, you know, speaks overtures to the political climate right now, doesn't it? Yeah. Like just like this Kevin yeah. Hart situation. It's like just a back and forth between two average millennials. Uh, the fact that 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 gets such an art an audience is incredible. I have received iterations of that message many times. People saying something to the effect of, I can't say the things that you say in my everyday life. So I basically outsource or hire my ability to say it through you. <laughs> yeah. Here's some money. Yeah. Thanks for saying those things. And I, so that I can stay quiet and maintain my livelihood. I know. And it's, I wish it wasn't that way, but yeah. if it was, we would be out of a job. Wouldn't we? Yeah. Anyway, that's the long form answer of appreciation for everybody out there. Back to the show. Okay. I got a, just a couple on Streamlabs. Uh, Dr. A, another doctor, 
Uh, I actually go to the university that handed out the hockey pucks, Oakland University in uh, Michigan. It was pure cringe walking into class last Monday and seeing students with the hockey pucks. So they must have them. Makes me wish uh, I could carry my concealed uh, weapon on campus. Apparently you could not. Wow. So you actually saw these things in action. It wasn't just a, a fake news story or something. Uh, well, all the best to Oakland University, and thank you, Dr. A. HK47 says, when I come to France, or when it comes to France, I don't support the destruction of historic artifacts. Oh, yeah. but I can't help but see the American Revolution in all this, the oppressed overthrowing their oppressors, uh, and in that long, or in that way, long live the revolution. Exactly. That's sort of the conflict I that know. I had in my mind, and I need to learn more about this so that I can dissect for myself. What am I watching here? Am I watching? Protect the art and architecture, though, for the love of yeah. God, but otherwise, you know, viva la France. I just I want to be clear about what I'm watching. Am I watching some Antifa nonsense or am I watching something that's at the heart of the values that I hold so dear, the values that this country was built upon? So hopefully so. Hopefully so. Uh, Rich Ben says, uh, I re-upped my CRTV subscription back in March for three years. Wow. I didn't know they even allowed that or offered that. But I've had buyer's remorse since Not Gay Jared quit. Not Gay Jared, incredibly underrated. And I'm not saying that's not a slight at Crowder or anybody else. It's just... You don't really think about how much that guy actually contributed to that show. I know. And initially, I was not really a big fan. But then when he left, it just felt like a piece of the heart of the show was missing. Hmm. Uh, Rich Ben continues, now Crowder's show sucks. And I was watching Gavin until he got a new producer. And I was screaming at him uh, on the show for for small mistakes. Well, if his producer was worse than, than me at producing the show, it must have been pretty bad. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I, these are all people that you're talking about that I admire and that have inspired me. And I, I hope the best for them. They're not going to go anywhere. I'm sure. Yeah. They'll all be fine. All, and Crowder yeah. makes a really good uh, product. So he'll be a okay. And I, and he's, he's out with a health related I- a condition and, you know, obviously I hope the best for him. I hope he's recovering. That's the other X factor in this CRTV bit now though, is he's temporarily absent, which just makes it all the more hard hitting Yeah. for people that, um, that, I mean, he's he's one of the biggest pulls to CRTV. I yeah, suppose. I mean, so like, who's left? The Roaming Millennial, and she still puts out a lot of content on YouTube. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know. I mean, hmm. uh, Ben says uh, very few follow English soccer, but there's been a serious amount of racism in the last couple of weeks. Last week, a fan threw a banana peel at a rival African uh, player. This week, a fan called a player a fucking black cunt. It's getting really bad. Wow. So, really. I've heard about racism in soccer, like global soccer matches generally, because there's a lot of like ethnic tension that goes along with these things. So I don't know how like how much of this is common or how much of this is um, on the rise. You are a person who follows this, apparently. So you'd be able to tell me. But uh, yeah, uh, sounds unfortunate. I don't follow international soccer. You might sounds be surprised. But... <laughs> Thank you, Ben. OK, let's uh, move on to close the show with some quick topics and i'm going to be especially quick about this uh, a series of pieces of news coming out of the um trump white house and then even more quick about the Mueller investigation stuff because we already spent too much time talking about cohen previously i think you were about ready to just quit the show on the spot when we were talking about uh, yeah i don't care <laughs> cohen but uh there's a whole bunch of shakeups going on within the white house including, of course, uh, the U.N. ambassador. Recall Nikki Haley is leaving as U.N. ambassador. And on Friday, Trump announced that he picked State Department's uh, Department spokeswoman Heather Nauert. I'm going to go with, is it Newart? Nauert? I'm going to go with Nauert uh, to replace Nikki Haley. Nauert is a former Fox News host who has been with the State Department since last year. Uh, she's relatively inexperienced in the diplomacy department, but uh, she doesn't has matter been. because the U.N. is worthless anyway. And yeah, as long as she goes there, next. 
as long as she goes there and tells him to shut the hell up, then that's, <laughs> yeah. that's basically all she has to do. Um, the controversy surrounding the, the attorney general issue in the, uh, in the justice department may be coming to a close or maybe not, who knows? I'm sure it'll be controversial regardless, but recall Trump had, um, nominated Matt Whitaker to be interim AG while he picks a replacement controversy because, uh, he was a vocal critic of the Russia investigation. Well, now Trump has picked, uh, former AG, William Barr, former Attorney General William Barr, to return to the job. Barr served as Attorney General from 91 to 93 under H.W. Bush. Uh, Prior to that, he was Deputy AG. Critics focus, of course, on a comment of Barr's in the New York Times last year about the Russia investigation. He, too, committed the sin of being critical of the Russia investigation. But specifically, he said um, he saw more basis to investigate Hillary about the Uranium One issue than Trump-Russian collusion, Barr said at the time, quote, to the extent it is not pursuing these matters, the Justice Department is not pursuing these matters, the department is abdicating its responsibility. I saw some uh, noise from Rand Paul, who was also critical of Barr over his record on surveillance. I haven't looked at the details. Uh, But still, given that he's a previous AG, it's probably unlikely this is going to be a hugely controversial pick to confirm. I would imagine William Barr probably gets in. You know who else is out, though? I heard Kelly. Yeah. John Kelly, chief of staff, will be out at year's end, Trump announced on Saturday. Uh, Trump says he will announce his replacement in the next few days. Reports are that Kelly and Trump's relationship has been deteriorating. It was reported, of course, remember in April, that Kelly called Trump an idiot and so forth. Uh, he's only been on the job since August of 2017. Remember, he replaced Reince Priebus back in uh, August of the, last year. Trump has a fragile ego, and so he's falling into the same kind of trap that other superpowers do, which is he, he's surrounding himself with sycophants. Quite possibly. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of his greatest failings, this, this fragile ego. At any rate, I'm a little bit... Uh concerned about the rate of turnover in the white house it's like yeah. these th- it's like revolving uh i don't know revolving door musical chairs pick your metaphor these th- people are just in and out within like a year's time routinely and it yeah and as a result he's getting nothing done it does seem to me like it's it'd be difficult to be good at your job when nobody is super seasoned in the white house the president included at this point yeah and i mean i wouldn't care about any years. of this if the wall was getting built but well, it's not so more on that with nancy pelosi in a moment uh, George Papadopoulos, the guy who went to prison for, for two weeks. Remember the headlines out of most main, mainstream media outlets were Papadopoulos is going to prison. What's up, Helen? For two weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he's out of, it's, it was so fast you blinked and he's actually out of prison now. Uh, recall Papadopoulos's conversation with, um, with some sort of Russian contact in England was the origin of the entire FB, uh, the entire uh, Mueller probe, the special counsel investigation into so-called God, Russian collusion. He totally got railroaded. You know, after this conversation, he actually approached the FBI and he was like, I had the most suspicious conversation with this dude and I'm pretty sure he was recording me. Interesting. Okay. He knew it was up. I mean, this was clearly contrived. I mean, do you feel safer or did you feel safer when he was in jail for two weeks? Well, and now well, it's it- like, hide your kids, hide your wife. George Papadopoulos is out of jail. Keep in mind, the apparent Russian contact he had was not itself the crime. The crime was lying to the FBI about it. This is how they do, though. Yeah, I'm not saying that's cool. I'm not saying it's cool to lie to the FBI. That's bad. But it is vastly different from demonstrating that there was some massive conspiracy to to collude with the Russians to swing the election. That's not what this showed at all. And the other thing I thought, well, I should say before um, 
to mention this. Uh, Papadopoulos tweeted out, glad to have been released today. I am extremely grateful to patriots who supported me, and I'm thrilled to announce the upcoming publication of my book, Deep State Target. But I hope so he gets wanna, super rich. If you want to read about it, he'll have a book. But just think about this. I, I was fascinated by this today. The investigation is now so old that people implicated in it have already gone to prison and been released and the investigation's still ongoing. That's still how ongoing. old yeah. this thing is. And we're supposed to believe that there's massive game-changing information forthcoming. Eh, nobody really believes that. Anyway, Left I don't feel too up. bad for Papadopoulos. He's out of jail. He's going to get rich from this. And he has a smoking hot Italian wife. I did not know that. Good Real for him. Real hot, yeah. Hmm. She's always on Fox. She's been his biggest advocate. I think they're an adorable couple. Hmm. There's news coming out of the Mueller investigation uh, beyond Papadopoulos' release from prison. Mueller has recommended no jail time for Michael Flynn, former mm. National Security Advisor Michael Flynn, citing his, quote, substantial assistance in the Russia investigation. Flynn, of course, pleaded guilty to lying to the FBI about his contacts with the Russian ambassador. Again, the contacts themselves were not criminal. Lying to the FBI was the charge. Uh, Flynn will be sentenced December 18th. We'll see what comes out of that. And uh, the, the same is not true for at least what federal prosecutors are recommending for uh, former Trump lawyer Michael Cohen, who we discussed in recent podcast episodes. The U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Southern New York submitted a sentencing memo uh, for Cohen seeking a sentence of 42 months on, uh, of course, those financial charges we mentioned related tax evasion, fraud, campaign finance, etc. Cohen is set to be sentenced next week, so he might... Um, he might be in jail for quite some time, you know, going on four years if this, uh, if eh. this prosecution is successful. Eh. But again, these are all financial crimes, not cool things to do, but they don't demonstrate Russian collusion in any way, shape or form. Nothing in this investigation has demonstrated that as of yet. I await information that does, but I'm not holding my breath and we've already discussed this to death. So presumably we should just move on. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about James Fields. Okay. James Fields has been found guilty by a jury in the Charlottesville case. Uh, the jury finds that he intentionally drove his car into a crowd, killing Heather Heyer and injuring nearly 40 others. He was convicted on, uh, in addition to the first degree murder charge uh, related to the death of Heather Heyer, he was convicted on nine other charges, including aggravated malicious wounding and leaving the scene of a fatal accident. Fields faces up to life in prison for these convictions. Also, he has uh, a federal hate crimes charge against him, which could uh, result in the death penalty next year. Sentencing for this case uh, is set to happen with the same jury uh, to begin on Monday, but could be delayed due to forecasted snow. First degree so, murder, you say? That's what the charge they got the conviction that's on That's unbelievable. Yeah. How? How could they prove intent and premeditation with this? Apparently they did. I um, honestly, I thought he was going to get acquitted. When the I look at that footage, they're bashing in his taillights. He's totally surrounded. I'm like, this guy just got scared and, and freaked out. I, there's just no way that they could get an unbiased jury. Everybody had heard about Charlottesville. Everybody wanted to stick it to the Nazis. Re. Um, yeah, I'm, sh I'm sure there's some element of, uh, of political punishment happening in this case. None of this is to, be, is to be interpreted as me justifying James Fields or any of that stuff. But... Um, I guess I am a little bit surprised about the first degree murder charge. I, I thought like the, maybe manslaughter. I have to see what the criteria are and what they demonstrated in Virginia. But if the implication is that this was premeditated or planned and intentional, that he went to Charlottesville with the intent of killing people. I'm not the greatest 
Charlottesville mind, but my understanding of the facts is not consistent with some sort of plot. Maybe there was evidence to that effect, but I had seemed seen. fairly obvious to me that he was escaping and a literally like an angry mob hmm. that, that was trying to attack him. I mean, yeah. first degree murder, that just seems outrageous to me. Yeah. Again, not me saying James Fields didn't do nothing. I'm just uh, a little surprised at the height of the charge that the prosecution was apparently able to satisfy. So whatever happens with James Fields, he's either going to be in prison for quite some time or quite possibly dead. Or both. God, I hope he doesn't get the death penalty. Jeez. Yeah. The, so that's under the he's federal also charge. Schizophrenic. I'm not, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know the details on what his mental health conditions are. Like how all these terrorists just have mental health issues, but like a, a 21 year old that's literally schizophrenic. They're like evil white Nazi. That's, that was clinically murder. demonstrated. Like he had a yeah. clinical diagnosis. Yeah. Yeah. It does seem to me, I don't know the extent of, of, uh, of that, but if you have some kind of clinical diagnosis of a personality disorder or craziness, it does seem, seem to me that that would be another factor against some sort of premeditation charge. But I wasn't there. I'm not on the jury. I don't know what evidence was presented or was not. Well, I heard that they, well, I read, I didn't just like hear, um, that they presented memes and that's how they, that he had oh, sent months on. before. And that's how they established they premeditation. Memes about killing people or something? Memes, you know, like Hitler memes, things like hmm. that. That's how they established premeditation. If, if, hmm. if that's the case, that's horseshit. Um, I'm not saying that he, nothing should happen to him, that he, that he should get no, off of course. or whatever. Uh, uh, and of course, think, I've got to do the thing where I'm like, I'm not justifying anything that he did, blah, yeah. blah, 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 you guys, whatever, covering my ass, CYA, CYA. Um, but, you know, first degree murder, that seems outlandish to me. I don't know how they established premeditation in this case. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on that. As I said, um, sentencing potentially starting on Monday could be delayed. And then, of course, you got this federal case coming out as well. Uh, you mentioned the wall earlier. Nancy Pelosi, presumptive uh, incoming or returning Speaker of the House. God, she's still alive. Ugh. Allegedly. Uh, so, the, so the establishment media would have you believe. <laughs> the, the globalists. They're, they're going to tell you that Nancy Pelosi's still alive. Maybe due solely to super male vitality. Maybe that's what she's taking. But uh, Nancy Pelosi held a press conference on Thursday. She was asked by a reporter about continued funding. There's a continuing, continuing resolution in the House that includes funding for Border security, including maintenance and upkeep, upkeep on existing border fences. There are border fences in places that are not uh, quite um, at the wall level that might satisfy people of the blonde perspective, and actually myself included. People I'm in of favor, the blonde. I'm in God favor of. I just, I just like to. Get I am the majority. People agree with sure. me and my stance on the wall here. It's and I'm not an opponent of border him. security either. No, I mean, I, but this is where it gets interesting with Nancy Pelosi. Is Nancy Pelosi? Clearly hates the wall for ideological reasons, political reasons. The wall is the big bad boogeyman. But she wants to support this continuing resolution about border security that includes fence maintenance. And the reporter's trying to get at her like, well, how do you say that the wall is terrible, but fences are fine? That doesn't really make sense. And she says that the wall is immoral. She goes as far as to say the wall is immoral, but border security is fine. Try to make sense of what Nancy Pelosi had to say on Thursday. Some of your, um, some of the House Democrats are concerned about adding more money for this border fence. USCR, my understanding is that that would approve 1.3 at least no. for the border fence, correct? And no, not necessarily. What it was last year. So if you yeah. just extend that again, 
Wouldn't that no, cause a no. I mean, it depends on how you spend the money. It's border security. It's about border security. But within uh, that, there was money for the fence as well. Well, you're talking about a fence. You're not talking about a wall now. But you're okay with that. Most of us, I, speaking for myself, consider the wall uh, immoral, ineffective, um, inexpensive, and the president said he promised it. He also promised Mexico would pay for it. So even if they did, it's immoral still, and then they're not going to pay for it. So that's, that, isn't, uh, that, is, that isn't how I would interpret a, a, congressional, a, a continuing resolution. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, no, I would like a more, uh, a more thorough explanation about why border security is totally okay, but a, a, an obstacle to block the passage over such border, such a border. She supported an Israeli wall. <sighs> she did. I'm try- I, I, don't look to me to try to make sense of Nancy Pelosi. Like, I, I can't figure out what the hell she means by this. The only thing I can say is the wall is the, um, the ultimate symbol for her political opposition, so that's unacceptable no matter what. But I guess, what, given her worldview, why doesn't she just go all the way and say, listen, I don't believe in border security? Because that's fundamentally what is actually her general perspective. One step further, I don't believe in borders. Yeah, that's sure. really what people on the yeah. left need to start admitting. I guess by extension, if you don't believe in border security, you don't really believe right. in borders, presumably. Yeah. Unless it's for Israel, then it's fine. I guess. I guess. Um, last story. No, I have two more stories. Ah, jeez. Unless you, unless you have anything more to say about Nancy Pelosi. No, I mean, I hope she dies soon. <laughs> okay. This is a good uh, story. I saw this. Yeah, this, there's no way to transition into this. I just thought the headline was outrageous and uh, I wanted to talk about it. There is a woman in uh, Erie, Pennsylvania by the name of uh, Wendy Thomas. She pled guilty, pleaded guilty this week to third degree murder. Wendy weighs 300 pounds. Her boyfriend, Wade, past tense, Wade, 120 pounds. The headline being Erie woman pleads guilty to fatally crushing boyfriend. Whoops. Turns out Wendy and this uh, rather small boyfriend guy had a dispute in their apartment in March. (laughs) Wendy says she cut her boyfriend on the hand with a folding knife and struck him in the head with a table leg. She then, this is what I'm confused by. She admitted to, quote, placing her head on the couch so a portion of her body would be on her boyfriend's head. Which I assume is a detailed way to describe just like sitting on him. It sounds like her, her center section. Was smothered. She fupa drowned him. Is that, <laughs> is, that, is that what you're saying? Yeah. She gave him the old fupa waterboard. She fupa boarded him. How about that? <laughs> she fupa boarded her boyfriend, and the murder was. This is what the the court documents say. The murder was caused by quote respiratory insufficiency secondary to blunt force trauma to the neck and thoracic compression exacerbated by blunt force trauma to the head. That's the technical term. The technical description. So basically they're saying she beat him up with the table leg and the knife or whatever. And then Fupa drowned him. And then kind of suffocated him. Yeah. Do you think she like separated the folds in her midsection and then like shoved his little head in there and then he just drowned like a tick? Or maybe to this day, if you if she lifts up her shirt, his face impression screaming (laughs) is still still, you know, memory foam style still in her gut. Oh, yours was so much better. (laughs) I don't know. I have to ask. Maybe, maybe if, maybe if you see some photographs, you could see, uh, she faces a recommended sentence of a year and a half to three years in prison. She awaits sentencing December 
21st. Really? I heard she got first degree murder because she had sent her mom a Hitler meme a few months before. <laughs> Did she do it for white supremacist <laughs> reasons? Because was this was this a hate fupa drug? Yeah, yeah. I also heard that he yeah. actually had a heart attack and he and that's how he died. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're getting good. You're getting snappy. A little late show uh, surge from Blonde here. That's surprising because normally we're at the point where we can't even think anymore. It's true. But I'll ruin your brain yet your feeble woman mind <laughs> with a superior demonstration. Well, with a demonstration of male superiority, oh, of course, God. that being that the first ever transgender Miss Universe contestant is now the odds makers favorite to win the contest. His name is Angela or Angela Ponce, as they would say it in Spain. Apparently uh, he underwent gender reassignment surgery and hormone therapy. Miss Universe announced in 2012 that biological males who identify as uh, women are allowed in the pageant after a successful lawsuit by a Canadian transgender model. Ponce won Spain's Miss Universe contestant over the, uh, or won, um, won the contest uh, over the summer. Miss, Miss Universe Spain over the summer. Here are some scenes from um, Angela Ponce in the Spain's Miss Universe contest. Ángela Ponce, 27 años, Sevilla. Vamos a Ángela Ponce. Oh. Oh, geez. That's straight waist. Ángela le encanta el deporte y ama la danza. Ángela Ponce. Ángela Ponce. Show us your balls. <laughs> if you still have them, I don't know. A decent trap job, though, wouldn't you say? I mean, no, yeah. that, you don't that think so? Walks, talks, looks like a pointy ass dude. You think? Do you think you could call it out if you saw it? Because I don't sure. know. For really? sure. Really? I I don't know that I'd I'd be convinced. Look at I mean, those it's man one of, hands. Hmm. You know, a woman's got a little bit of a flesh, a little bit of a curve, an hourglass curve. That's just straight up and down. Yeah. Also, you know, DNBs. Even if they're chopped off, it's just a total hack job down there. It says he underwent the surgery, so I guess maybe they're gone. But fake anyway, titties, pointy ass um, face. Of course, it it wouldn't be uh, complete without a jab at Trump too. Ponce says her inclusion in the competition sends a message to Trump, the former owner of Miss Universe, the pageant. "Quote more than a message to him, it would be a win for human rights." <laughs> Definitely. A win for women's rights, specifically, by putting them in their place and allowing men to beat them in women's contests. Yeah, right. The the event is set for December 17th in um, Bangkok, Thailand. There's probably a joke There's there. a ladyboy joke in there. Chopcock, Thailand? Well, <laughs> it's in Chopcock, Thailand, this, this, uh, this event where Angela Ponce is probably going to win. Uh, as I said before, just like Caitlyn Jenner winning... Uh, what was it like GQ woman of the year, whatever magazine woman yeah. of the year. That wouldn't be GQ. I guess they don't have woman of the year, what, whatever the hell magazine it was. I guess uh, progress means proving that men can beat women at everything, including being women. Yeah, totally. I mean, hmm. part of me thinks this is really funny because feminists have all these unholy alliances and it's caused them to destroy their own movement with their inclusiveness. Like, especially by including Muslims who, you know, have, there's a typical, anti-woman bias in islam and then by including men and they do this in sports too i'm like 
don't you think that they're yeah. looking at this going, huh? And the, the, implicit in all of this is the admission that men and women are different. Uh, how so? Explain. I mean, especially in the sports thing, just the fact that the that the transgender men are kicking the shit out of the women. I mean, oh, and then sure. some of them have a problem with it. Some of the feminists have a problem with it. If they do admit that they have a problem with it, then they're admitting that men and women are different. They can't compete in the same yeah. sports. In the, in the athletic contest, no doubt. In this case, I'm... I'm not a great uh, pageant mind, but I'm guessing that politics is probably driving a lot of Angela Ponce's success. Maybe people who have more expertise in objective female beauty can explain this to me, but I'm guessing that if Angela Ponce were identical but had normal female equipment between her legs, she probably doesn't win this pageant. I'm guessing. Oh, no, of course not. Feminists can do whatever they want. They can continue to try to socially engineer this. At the end of the day... Uh, red-blooded men want a hot, young, real woman. Like, that's, I'm hmm. sorry. That's just the way it's always going to be. There are biological factors at play here. Stop trying to socially engineer society. Hmm. That's all I got. Ready to uh, close out with Super Chat and Streamlabs, if you are. I guess so. That was a fun show. Yeah. Uh, who was the last one? Gabriel Lopez. All right, Travis Hammer. Oh, and Anthony Brian Logan is in our chat now. Oh, hey, what's up, man? It's been a little bit. I know. We could uh, we channel. can have him back at some point. Um, Travis Hammer, who could have ever imagined that Marxists would use companies who were created from capitalism to further their communist worldview? What we need is some good old fashioned right wing death squad. <laughs> disavow. <laughs> disavow. Ah, uh, um, yeah, I disagree with that. I disavow. Uh, but I point taken that it is interesting that a lot of these socialist forces uh, or outright communistic forces feast upon the wealth created by. Uh, by capitalism. Anyway, you're laughing at what? Oh, somebody in the live chat just said, Kirk Eaton said, no front hole, no meat pull. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's a good chat is so that's funny. a good rule to live life by. <laughs> no front hole, no meat pull. Uh, Kai Cooper says, checked out Subscribestar. Dave Cullen and some thoughts are on the homepage. Seems hmm. promising. Uh, yep. Alan Thomas, canceled all my Patreon pledges after finding out about all this SJW BS. Just sub to your Subscribestar account, Matt. Just hoping this platform well, isn't overrun by rabid leftists too. Here's to hoping, Alan. Hopefully so. Yeah, I can't guarantee it, but all I can say is, and, and I will say this too, if people see viable alternatives, send them my way. Because my policy now is I'll basically sign up for any and all of them and diversify in the expectation that some of these are going to become completely idiotic in the near future. Yep. So appreciate it, man. AZ Archer, a big donation. Good evening, bitches. This whole censorship thing has got me down, but I'm trying to be optimistic, especially now that I'm thinking of starting a Guns and Outdoors podcast. Oh, Ooh. nice. Let us know. I'll cool. catch you on the audio tomorrow, as always. Sure. Classy. Thank Thanks, you, man. Big donation from John Martin. Just subscribed on Subscribestar, and here's some extra coinage as an extra FU to Patreon. Love you guys. Don't let the clowns win. We won't, John. Try not, yeah. We're going to ride it till the wheels come off until one of us, me, gets banned from all of these <laughs> platforms. And then I get banned by association. By association. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Michael Robertson actually is up a little. Yeah, Michael Robertson. You two are one of my primary news sources. In a way, sad. No knock. You guys are still <laughs> awesome. But the state of news bums me out. That's true. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Point taken. Um, Agreed. It, yeah. It, it, it's, it's both humbling and kind of alarming for me to hear it, too. I share yeah. the same sentiment where I'm, I'm like, well, we work really hard on this show. Yeah. But also... It literally is like two people sitting in their bedroom or living rooms, like looking up shit on the internet. Yeah, and there's but nothing we fancy check about each it. other's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's nothing like, so there's nothing super fancy going on. So no, no. the idea that it would be potentially more reliable than 
things with corporate backing is uh I know you're looking at yeah. 100% of the staff. This is the, the resources, <laughs> like us and the super chat is the, and yeah. whatever Patreon, whatever subscribe star. That's the resources of this show. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Glowacki, Glowacki, Glowacki. I'm starting a militia that will be used to form a world dominating cannibal army. Do you guys mind if I use your show as a propaganda recruiting aid footage, join the fight or join the feast? I'm into it. Do it. <laughs> Uh, presumably as long as you say it's for communist purposes, you can, uh, raise unlimited funds on Patreon yes. if that's helpful. I would, I would suggest that too. Cause we are socialists as you and I. Good point. Yes, not only are. is Jack Conti not a white nigger, but we are communists. And he's we, definitely straight. He doesn't <laughs> like things going we, in and out of his butthole. We love straight. bread lines and hammers and mm -hmm. sickles and all we of do. that. All yeah. of it. All of it. Uh, Plum Logan, it took nearly a month for you to notice the Paris riots. What's the media implication of that? I mean, it didn't, we just didn't talk about it on the show. I was pretty yeah. what was going on. Yeah. We, and we've heard people talking about it. And to be honest, it's not that I don't think it's important. It's that some of this stuff is a little bit outside my wheelhouse and without a lot of time to read about it, I don't have a lot of faith in my own ability to comment on it intelligently. And I think that's kind of a disservice to the listener if I, if I don't have a some level of grasp of what I'm talking about. And I did know about a week ago that apex riots were going to be later in the week. And we don't like to talk about things week over week. Um, generally, like we'll talk yeah. about something once if we can. Sure. So if we were going to talk about it one week, this week was the best one. Um, UM 53C, UM 536 vids. Matt and I once had a relationship through Patreon, but now we moved to Subscribestar, if you know what I mean. That was the least gay, Matt and that, I. Thank you, dude. That was, and it was true. It was funny and it true. Was, it was funny and yeah. true. Uh, Jay Edgar, speaking of paywall, Shapiro was putting two hours of his content exclusively behind it. The Jay Edgar show remains 100% free. I think the choice is clear. <laughs> I trust you two feel the same. Uh, ben, you know, we have our problems, even though he probably doesn't know who I am. Um, but he does put a lot of content on YouTube. He's going three hours a day now, yeah. reportedly. Yeah, I, yeah. Good for you, and man. And I'll listen I, to it when it comes on my autoplay and only then. Only oh, on YouTube. Then. Well, yeah. the, the other two hours aren't going to be on YouTube, as I understand. Daily Wire only. Two That's hours. Fine. Five One hours hour. a week of Ben Shapiro is plenty. I assume he'll probably put the most pressing stuff in the top hour and make that free. That would be my guess. But yeah. who knows? Yeah, Steve says, hey, Matt, last week you mentioned you had an FN... FS-2000, which you refer to as the alien gun, and the gun community is lovingly referred to as the tactical tuna. I've, I've heard it. Content. Yeah, really? the tactical, because it looks kind of like a tuna fish. Oh, huh. Um, yeah, so yeah, you can call it the tactical tuna if you want. It's, um, it's a delightful shooter. I wish uh, more people could have the pleasure, but they are no longer imported to the United States, unfortunately. Oh. But you might find them around at gun ranges or, you know, you know, some people, you might be able to borrow one here and there. They're, they're a lot of fun. I really like mine. Foxy Liz P says the LGBT movement or keeps making their trans kids and more than two genders jokes. Where the hell is our apology? Yeah. yeah. Apologize to us. Demand sure. it. Craig Martin, first time donating because I'm super cheap. Thanks for all the great content <laughs> over the last couple of years. And with any luck, there'll be more. I don't know. I think after tonight, our days might be numbered. Um, nah, we'll, we'll be all right. We're all, we always manage to fly under the radar, don't we? Yeah. I mean, everybody, everybody, Sargon included, Milo included, James Alsop included, they're all going to be just fine. It's just these idiotic platforms think they can throw up that one obstacle that's going to derail all of this. Nah, dude, you're probably going to make it stronger. Yep, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Sinak Aid, one more support before I get back to work. Sargon was laughing at Ralph when he was deplatformed and was trying hmm. to get Andy Worski deplatformed when he was getting accused 
of being a pedophile. I didn't know about any of this. I'm not, uh, I, I don't know. So if that's true, I would not support it. Um, in general, as I said before, you know, if that's, if, if that happened, that sucks, but I, su I would support Ethan Ralph the same way I support Andy Worski, the same way I support Sargon on this specific issue. And, and you guys may have noticed that we do not get involved in other people's YouTube interpersonal dramas because it, it never ends well. Yeah. <laughs> we try to, try avoid, to avoid it. it. So. Uh, Jay Edgar says libertarianism is great, Pfft. but the problem is that it will lead to massive traffic jams. Like it or not, all those tanks people will buy don't go very fast on the interstate. <laughs> well, I, given the state of the world, I'm definitely in the market for a tank. So, you know, yeah, if really. anybody's got a sweet discount code, hook me up. Uh, Blippity Blue, I don't support on Patreon, but here's my love and thank you, Patreon, for getting me out of the obligation not to sound douchey. But give when I can. Love you both. We love no, you too, Blue. That's not, that's not douchey. Not douchey at Appreciate all. Thank everybody so who's much. supporting the show, whether it's financial or not, even if you're sharing with your Uncle John or whatever, you know, like all that stuff is hugely helpful. Of course. So much appreciated. Uh, Josh Snyder, speaking of YouTube Rewind, Prager, you just got ratioed hard in a recent video about how great it is that we support Israel and should support them even huh. more. Merry Christmas. Prager, you, you say. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Uh. Uh, Shauna Thornton, if the French police military are going to stand with their fellow citizens, what do you think American elitists think is going to happen if you ask American troops police to disarm the populace? Yeah, uh, good luck. I don't think our police are going to do that or our military. They're predominantly conservative. I think they would be like, uh, fuck off. Right? Mm. I hope so. Uh, yeah, that would be my bet. John West, knowing how much Matt loves suggestions, I'll frame this as a request instead. <laughs> okay. Can you make a 2018 show intro compilation once they're all in there? They've been exceptional. Also, Patreon sucks. They have oh, been. Well, you were thanks. getting so good at the um, intros. I appreciate it. Unfortunately, I don't actually save them as individual files when they're done, but it would be possible to go back and just cut each one cut out each one. of each show. I honestly, I don't have the time or resources to do that because I I only have so much time to put towards video production and show production. And honestly, making them is one of the more time-consuming parts of doing this show. It does take me a little bit. So it's his favorite part. That I do enjoy it, too. But I can't do a full uh, summary of them. However, if someone you know wanted to... You can download the files. You can download the audio or download the video, and you can chop them up and you can yep. put them all in one big loop if you want. I so the short answer, John West, is I doubt it. Mike Bob. Unfortunately, I just don't have the time. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Bob says, can't remember who said it. I think it might have been you, Blonde, but I agree with the idea that any politician with no kids is suspicious. They have no vested interest in the future of the country. Mm. I don't remember saying that, but it's possible I did. Um, I don't know. Marine Le Pen, though, is childless. Ann Coulter is also childless. I know she's not a politician, but if I'm going to put my hand, my future in the hands of one person in the United States, I would I would literally choose Ann Coulter. Fair I enough. agree with that. All right, I'm cruising. Uh, Josiah Magnuson Sticks interviewed uh, Shiva Ayudari that proposed updating the USPS to include uh, internet infrastructure with social yeah. media, emails, and payment processors. I remember that. With 1A and 4A protection would at least push companies to be more liberal. I didn't see that interview. I remember watching that. Yeah, he was a Senate candidate in Massachusetts. Interesting. Thank you, Josiah. apparently did not oust Chief Warren, uh, Focahontas, yeah. <laughs> Slasher, if Trump did half of what Macron is doing, the media would be calling for his execution. Ain't that the truth? Constantine's mm. commentary, neoliberal Napoleon didn't even make it two years good riddance, but just imagine the outrage if any other country did half of this. France would have begun a bombing campaign if this happened in Hungary. Yeah, really. Uh, downskated, why do French riot police always get to work early so they can beat the crowd? <laughs> God, <laughs> dude. 
Fair uh, enough. Beaner8127 at work and can't watch live at wanted to support. Right wing just means less government and isn't an insult. And go Dolphins. Thank you, Mr. Beaner. Mr. Beaner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> unconventional. Good to see the French people rising up against Macron. But why the hell did they vote him in just a few months ago? Keep up the great show. I know 95% of Parisians voted in Macron. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe this is just what it took. Fat hooligan, keep fighting the good fight and never acquiesce to the leftist demented demands. Have a good week, guys. No, you have a good week, fat hooligan. Josiah Magnuson again. Anyone that digs through 10 years of tweets to find something to be offended about is a dysfunctional fuck. Those people are literally not functioning properly as human beings. I know. What a tremendous waste of time. Holy cow. I'm just looking at the line of super chats. This is unreal. I know. It's because of, of Patreon. My goodness. I want to thank everybody for supporting the show. We're going to have to hustle it up. Well, I'm not saying you're not going I fast. I am doing just, the best I can I'm here. wasting okay. time. I'm like, holy cow. Uh, All right. Fair I had a lot of coffee today, so we're good. Yeah. Um, remember the NASCAR driver that lost sponsorship because his dad said the N-word before he was born? Oh, that's right. If it mm. uh, wasn't yeah. for that, then this Kevin Hart thing would shock me. Um, Mithrin, sad about Kevin Hart was looking forward to not watching him at the Oscars. Not um, <laughs> Now I'll have to hate not watch whoever they get to replace him. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, quantum football. Kyle Murray was already drafted by really high by an MLB team and is going to play baseball professionally. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't Kyle, know anything Kyle about Murray. him. So I just assumed he would go to the NFL, but maybe not. Fair point. NFL. Yeah. The national be a professional football player, but apparently he wants to go baseball. Oh, okay. I was confused yeah. about this. Yeah. Sports. Go yeah. sports. JVal90 stole this from live chat. The proper response to this, never apologize, double down, and make a counter accusation. Sure. Yeah. I'm in favor of that at this Agreed. point. Sure. Give them the same Thornton. treatment. The irony of the left punishing successful black men, although I think it's because the globalists worship gays because they don't have families. Nuclear families are the strongest force against them. That's true. Hmm. Uh, to care Rhodes, the writer who targeted Kyler is an LGBTQ activist. Check his profile. No. Ah, I just know he works at The Guardian. But Luke, that's not, it could be both, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Luke Becker, have Terrence Williams host the Oscars. Who is that? I think I know who that is. Keep going and I'll. Uh, thank you, Luke. Uh, Rainer Chen, hey guys, hopefully this is my last donation on Super Chat before I sort things out with Streamlabs. You guys have a good night and I'll listen to your show tomorrow. Thank you, Rainer. Well, thanks. There's a football player named Terrence Williams, but that's not who it is. Isn't, the, isn't this guy like a, he's, he makes viral videos commenting on stuff is the guy I'm thinking of. I don't know. Anyway, we'll have to keep going. Um. Oh, geez. Um. Andrew Doolittle, it's funny a white soy boy got a black person kicked from the Oscars just two years after the Oscars <laughs> yeah. so white BS. Yeah, that's true. I saw yeah, Inkle to retweet something of that nature. Interesting. Uh, Nicholas Van Neal. I'm already Tracer. Subscribe to PewDiePie on a serious note. Sargon is waiting on you guys. FYI. Um, that's a that's a joke about a video game, isn't it? Uh, I don't know the reference actually. Um, isn't it the, about the rival between PewDiePie and that like other channel that he's racing for most subscri for subscriptions? I'm not fami familiar with what's actually going on. I don't, I don't know. I don't Unfortunately. know. Unfortunately. Uh, Kai Cooper blonde. My name is pronounced, uh, like Cy in Cyprus, uh, or Cy, so it's yeah. Cy Cooper. Sorry, dude. Usually don't correct people, but you always get it wrong and Matt has no problem. Well, if also, I, I made it $50 in case I sound like a dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. No, I'm in sorry. fairness, Cy, if I would have seen it, I would have known that because I've had friends named Cy, but I'm I actually sorry. don't look at the super chat live. That's So I got to pin it on blonde. This is blonde's failure. Yeah. yeah. It's my hair and gender. Uh, you can't stop the scout. You're welcome, Mountain Blonde. Thank you for providing me with sanity, space, safe space from Southern California. I haven't been this excited for Sunday night since I watched The Simpsons as a kid. Whoa, oh, I used to watch it on Sundays too. That's high praise. 
Yeah. Oh my God. I used to get so excited that music and watch my family. Um, Eric Ray, you may eventually need to get a private mailbox that we can send unmarked bills to or start a church that would be protected by anti-discrimination laws and be tax-free. I'm sure. open to all loopholes. PO box option is realistic maybe, but then you can get bombs in the mail. Uh, B Thrash, please <laughs> quit praising Sargon in any way. He was fine with Tommy Robinson being arrested and a true soy way. Was he? I don't remember this either. I, I mean, I'm not, I'll praise Sargon if I like Sargon. I don't know. When people say stuff in the live chat that I can't corroborate, I can't agree with it because yeah. I have no corroboration. But I have no recollection of Sargon ever saying that it was fine for Tommy. Sure. To and Sargon's one of the most influential people for me. I'm sorry. I can't, I'm not going to allow that to be just bought out. I'm not going to like shit on Sargon because you tell me to. In fact, I'll praise him more if you tell me I not just, to praise him. Knowing what I know about Sargon, I can't imagine he was fine with Tommy Robinson being arrested. I would be skeptical of that claim if I could ask him uh, about it. Chat never lies, though. Um, Scott Allen, I brought up freedom of assembly because Euro Canadian UN treaties, uh, cover private entities. Milo has a case against Patreon for vote for violating article 11. He can take mm. to the Euro court of human rights. I hope he does that. Um, Brady Sutliff. I work as an insul a big donation. I, as an insulator wow. in PA, I suck on fiberglass every week to make a check coming here every Sunday night is my church. You two wow. deserve every penny. Never doubt yourself. Appreciate wow. that very much. That is very high praise. Thank you, Thank Brady. You, I really appreciate that. Um, keep you along safe. Dangerous spaces. I don't want to shock you guys, but here it goes. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said something stupid. She said the age rule for presidents only applies to men. Also, <laughs> what about her subpoena threat to Don Jr.? Is that true? It was interesting. In the interest of time, I would just say Google Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez subpoena Don Jr. and read about it. Quite oh hilarious. She was threatening him for basically sending her a meme. You want me to take, are you, do you need a break? Are you good? I can take over reading if you're We're good. We're good. Um, okay. Evil Peaches, the racism in English soccer this weekend involved Chelsea FC, a club mm. whose fans have a history of being racist cunts. Uh, the ones they once chanted, we are racist and that's the way we like it. Also up the reds. I, I'm unfamiliar with all of this because I don't mm. care about American sports, so I can't extend that to any other country. Uh, Semper Ad Meliora. Matt, really enjoyed your video on T. Cook this week. Yes, it was excellent. As well, a thanks. former Apple employee, I can attest to the serious duplicity of that company, including when Steve, uh, when Steve, you're holding it wrong, Jobs was there. Bummer. But uh, yeah, I've, I've, had, I've had a little bit of uh, email from people who claim to have been employed or currently employed at the company regarding him. And uh, it doesn't sound like the kind of place I would enjoy working. But it sounds like you've moved on as well. So, so good for you. Another big donation from Yukon Don. I second Brady Sutliff's comment, except I work underground and no fiberglass, but lots of falling <laughs> rocks. You guys are so well worth Sure. It. Thank well, you so much. Thank you guys for your tough work and for supporting the show. My gosh, man. I, I'm going to tear up a little bit. It's, yeah. it's, put your money in your kid's college account. Not, you know, you're risking your, rocks are falling on you and stuff. <laughs> put that away. Put that away. Penguinator, here another donation for Matt. Great community speech. Blonde, I'm bi, and I think you're great, and I appreciate you don't treat gay people as if they're weak, unlike the sure. left. Thank you. I just want everybody to be offended equally. That's really yeah. what I want. Uh, James Barda, thanks for correcting my misunderstanding earlier, but still the church does more to help people and kids get off the streets than keep them there. Matt, please see the email I sent you. Love the show. We love the show, too. We sure. Too, and uh, just to be clear about you know what James had said and stuff, thanks for putting up a challenge. Like if, if, if you dispute what I said, I'm, I am being sincere. I'm not even saying rhetorically. I'm like, if, if you, if you tell me what I said that you disagree with, I'm happy to engage in a conversation about it. So agreed. 
I don't want that to be interpreted as like me dropping the hammer on descent. Like, how dare you challenge us? No. And then I get mad for like five seconds and then I immediately forget about it as women do. So don't worry about that. Sure. Um, Rodzilla 5332. Don't put stock in lying to the FBI. If they interview over several months, your story changes in any way you've lied to the FBI. Yes, it is a Hmm. common perjury trap. See you all on Streamstar, Love You Blonde, and Matt all night long. Ooh. Thank you. Trevor. Subscribe star. Subscribe. Star. Oh, what did I say? Stream Labs subscribe star. No, you read it right. Oh. But I'm just making sure Rodzilla doesn't look for us on something called Stream Star, unless that's a thing. But I don't oh, think that's a thing. <laughs> um, Trevor says Toflodermus did a video on using hockey pucks for self defense by loading pieces oh of them God. in shotgun shells. <laughs> From what I saw, they might be non lethal the way he loaded them. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Jay said, I have to check that out. Fields was originally appointed to the lawyer that was suing to keep the Confederate statues. Judge oh. Moore dismissed him for conflict of interest and appointed a former prosecutor. Interesting. Uh, Keaton Matthews, would you ever <clears throat> have a discussion with Teal Deer TDLR? Um, he is the better of both Blonde and Matt. Um, I thought he did like a, a hit a hit video on me one time. I think he might have. I think he might have tried to take you down before. I mean, listen, generally speaking, if anybody invites me to talk, I'll mostly say yes. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck so, that guy. Generally, I mean, you know, if somebody's got a beef with me about something that I haven't done specifically to them, I'm like, uh, fuck you in perpetuity. I'm never talking to you on YouTube. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, if, if he reached out to me, sure. Um, I can't say that right now I have plans to reach out to him, but, you know, if people are inviting me to stuff, I'll generally show up. Um, Ben says, how do you guys, part of the reason Sargon did what he did is because they made fun of the fact that his son was stillborn. Mm. Uh, yeah, that really pissed me off. Uh, but we talked about that a few weeks Interesting. ago. Interesting. Okay. Let me reload this. Um, yeah. let me check in real quick on uh, Streamlabs while you do that. Um, officer Cuck says, this is the police. You're under arrest for saying the nigger word. Fair enough. I can't wait till uh, I'm. My, my sound bites are extracted from this stream, by the way. Redicus says, how much did Pelosi get for her soul? Also, how the fuck is she still in office after uh, we have to pass it to see what's in it? Uh, referencing the Affordable Care Act. Uh, and her other gaffes, wait, I answered my own question, precisely. Rusty Dog says, thank you for conducting a show that is entertaining, intelligent, and honest. I enjoy tuning in on Sunday, uh, tuning in for the Sunday night, the Sunday straight skinny. Sunday straight skinny. Let me get that right. You two are a good team. Blonde is smart and beautiful. Uh, Matt is smart and visually tolerable. Thank you for the good work. Appreciate that. You good I to go? Appreciate that. Uh, no, we got a few more. The okay. slaughtered lamb says Macron wanted to turn the frogs gay and failed. Viva Pepe. Michael mm. Birch says Mary Chrismo Hana Quanzadon. I ah, did it. You. I said it. The whole thing. Luke Becker. Terrence Williams is a black gay comedian. He's on Twitter a lot. I think I've seen some of his stuff circulating. He, he kind of reacts to a lot of news or videos or things like that. Mm, I, I, I can see his face in my hand. Um, Luke Becker. Thank you so much. Um, this is the last one. Weird Yoda 04. I used to follow Jack Conti when he was a musician who made Patreon. was proud to see it became so successful. Sad to see uh, it become what it has now. Bummer. Man. We'll see if he responds this week. I'm looking forward to seeing what he has to say if he says anything at all. But I think yep. he's got to if he wants to have his platform be treated seriously. Uh, we're good. All right. Last one uh, over on Streamlabs. Michu says, do your part and subscribe to PewDiePie. As you wish, sir. All right. Uh, let's get out of here because we're at a two and a half hour stream. My gosh. Part of that is because yeah. people are just 
crushing it in support of the show. That one subscriber is going to be really pissed off about this. <laughs> yeah. Sorry we didn't obey him. We apologize <laughs> to that guy personally. So thank you guys for supporting the show in Super Chat, hanging out in the live chat, keeping us in touch with the facts. When we lose track of them, very much appreciated. If you're listening on YouTube or on an audio platform later on demand, thank you kindly as well for supporting the show. Remember, if you'd like more listening material beyond tonight's lengthy stream, you can find uh, Wednesday night's call-in show and other uh, stuff you might not find on YouTube, interviews we've done on other channels. That's all on the audio platforms, so check those out. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher. They're all linked conveniently in the description for you. And you can always email us. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. We'll be back next Sunday because, of course, if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd, it's not Meet the Press. It's Beauty and the Beta. Have a good Hi night. Guys. Appreciate it, guys. Bye.